All right. Um, what's really happening today? It's been a while since uh, the last conversation uh, with Greg on, um, I mean, still the elephant in the, still the elephant in the living room that the world is being held hostage um, in ways that were predicted many, many years ago. And um, even wondering, I feel like a fool going back and, and, and listening like, oh, what, what are they going to do? What's going to happen? What's the plan? And I feel like a fool to not actually have realized that, you know, that a, you know, a sickness or some kind of outbreak would be the overall um, situation, the overall, you know, fear of death, controlling people, fear of death. It was always going to be this. I, again, I feel like a fool not, not picking up on it not picking up on, on the, um, what would work, you know, and, uh, many, well, not many people, you know, uh, you've got your, uh, info warrior, uh, Jones for years saying that, you know, biological, um, uh, you know, viruses, things like that would be used to cult the population, this, that, and the other thing. So as the years progressed, I would sit and I would think, I would hear stories like of things that were going on that people were reporting that the media, the controlled deep state media was not reporting like some kind of fungus or some kind of this or some kind of that that were affecting people that they weren't you know, like, okay, that makes sense. Something bad out there that the media wouldn't report. Or something that would be overreported, something that would be overemphasized, something not like deadly. I mean, we're talking about a 99.8 survival. far, far, far from what was predicted, you know, we're almost two years into two weeks to slow the spread. And the disgusting, foul garbage that's out there, the demonic filth that the world has produced the greed you'll see you see people completely you know i call them collaborators they are collaborators i've been watching a show lately that i had no idea had the storyline that it that 
you know, that it presents, you know, this uh, handmaid's tale because of the dress and because of the attire of the stars of, in the show, it seemed like it was something, you know, not modern, something from of the past, maybe a hundred years ago, something, you know, just kind of threw me off with the, with the attire. But someone said to me, Hey, this, I watched, you know, a couple episodes of this, uh, handmade tale. And I think you would find it interesting. So tuned in sure enough, modern day where they turn, um, the, uh, well, no, a specific group of people, religious zealots who quote biblical scripture in their, their reasoning for everything. I mean, they have some really, really legitimate gripes with society, but at the same time, they pose as being very religious or very scripturally they adhere to the scripture, but then, you know, they, they don't. They're not doing that. And of course, you have a, the situation where uh, birth rates are completely down for some reason. Just like I've spoken about in the past, the um, Children of Men with Clive Owen, where there was in 2009, this was probably like a 2008 movie, 2009, there was a pandemic that left most of the world, if not all of the world, sterile, couldn't have any children. It's a huge planetary issue. Good movie. Right. I just, hey, I just uh, watched it again. <laughs> can you, um, okay, let me see if I can turn you up there. Let me get your voice level. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, Sounds good now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that we were, you know, that anyway, I'm just kind of doing the recording in this room. So anyway, I was talking about um, this, this show that's um, out there. It's called the handmaid's tale. Right. You told we were me talking about, about this before where society is, is, is taken over and this group of people, and they don't take over all of the United States, but they take over certain areas of the United States and somehow, and they haven't gone out through it yet that they've, you know, that they've, um, overthrew Congress. They, I mean, they basically did something that they haven't really detailed yet. And I, I think that's really interesting because maybe they will. I don't know. There's been like four seasons. There's another one uh, coming out. Uh, maybe they're going to um, elaborate on it. I don't know. But Children of Men, you know, also had the you know the 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 2009 there was a pandemic it left the world sterile um it was you know <laughs> um we know <laughs> that if there is a situation that comes up in the future with um birth rates i mean i know that that's already been reported i know that oh, for years uh, jones has talked about all these different things like sperm count um reproductive um effects of of you know medical interventions for our you know for our health for our for the betterment of our lives to eradicate disease it couldn't be further from the truth mm -hmm. disease makes money and therefore they have to make disease so um hey, how, about the, 
how about this one? The new a new uh, COVID vaccine, the supposed vaccine, is coming out this fall. Guess what it's called? Pandemrix. Oh, Pandemrix, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like there's no end to this. I had a conversation with someone just yesterday. had a had a, a chiropractic appointment. Went and grabbed a bite to eat. Uh, right outside that store was a um, a health food store where I went in. I was going to grab some water, and I got into a conversation with the guy who had a mask on, who had gloves on. We'll just call him. We'll just call him David. And when I came in, he put on like a half visor. And then at some point during our conversation, he left the door open. Absolute, the heat outside yesterday and today, thankfully it's it's going away today. Tomorrow's supposed to be 10 degrees cooler. Um, overall, from, from my standpoint, not a really, really hot summer. I know you're in a different location. Uh, as far as the East Coast here, um, not a whole lot of heat, okay? Not a whole lot of heat, and that's oh, good. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, I've had situations uh, where, you know, it was hot, but I could I could deal with it. At night, I could, you know, as long as I had a fan blowing on me, um, if, uh, if pretty good. Uh, if you hear something revving up in the background here, it's the the the... Uh, air conditioner turning on low um, because, you know, we are in, um, it, it doesn't feel very humid. It's supposed to be like 97 or 98. I'm sure it's probably feels like it's a hundred. I'm sure the news is, uh, you know, the mainstream media is out there saying, oh, climate change is here. This is evidence <laughs> of it. This, this two day uh, heat wave, like they always right. do because that's what they're supposed to do. So I'm having a conversation. And the guy opens up the door and I mean, immediately it was just almost as if like the air conditioner was on. He had an air conditioner in the wall above him and not, and you know how the air conditioners work, what it was doing, it was pulling hot air in from the outside. And I'm thinking, I said to him, I said, do you want me to close that door? And he was like, no, no, that's cool. Right. <laughs> he didn't want me to close the door. It's pulling in hot air, hot, humid air. And I'm like, right. this is odd. I mean, this guy, I'm having a conversation with him about COVID and the overreaction, and 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 I could have it was really it was it was kind of satisfying because I was having a good conversation with him. Ultimately, I found out that the guy did not take the jab, which I thought for sure he was first in line. Right. And but still, this I said, do you know anybody? I started. I prefaced the conversation by saying, Hey, do you know anybody who died of COVID? Yeah, my uncle. He was in his sixties. He had health issues. And I said, well, most of the, the people, the elderly that died, the, the, the percentage of, of, of the people that died were uh, above 60, had 2.5 comorbidities, blah, blah, blah. I'm so sick of hearing myself talk about stats that matter that most people don't fucking care about mm -hmm. because they've been brainwashed and terrorized. And I said to him, I said, what the media has done over the last year and a half going on two years is nothing short of terrorism. It's nothing short of terrorism. Mm -hmm. And so we had a really, really good conversation and um, found out that he didn't, uh, you know, that he didn't uh, uh, take the jab 
And he, what he was doing by having the mask on and everything was he was he didn't want to get sick because he you know because of his mom and everything. And he was probably like I don't know what seemed like he might have been a little bit. He's I told him how old I was and he said I'm I'm only you know I, I'm only short of that by he's probably you know two by two years. So mm -hmm. we were both in the in the in the same wheelhouse as far as age, and um, it was really. Um, it was really a good conversation and he was really, really uh, open to so many things. I shared um, that uh, that the economy, the malfeasance that over over the years, over the last 40 years or more, that uh, everything's been asset stripped, money has been stolen, um, pensions. I told him about um, Robert uh, Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad, saying for years, like you had uh, uh, spoken of many times, that that there was going to be a years. pension crisis. <laughs> there was going to be a pension yeah. crisis, and you know, you've been, you know, uh, been has finger on the pulse of these uh, financial things. That uh, you know, he's got strong points, and that's why you know we talk. Um, well, I mean, we. we it's not the only reason that we talk, but it's the thing when, when I was uh, doing, um, uh, you know, my, my radio, my illustrious radio career, um, that, you know, I, I ran into Greg and Greg um, enlightened me on any number of different topics that I was off the path, off, you know, I was close. I was, I, I was on the right path. But I was, you know, degrees you were, off you were, to, to you the were, left or the right. You were a Padawan. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it was like, and Greg said, hey, you, you might want to look into this. You might want to look into this guy, Clint Richardson. You might want to look into cosmology. You might want to look into uh, nuclear weapons. And you might want to look into this. And you might want to look into that. And ultimately, what we find out, you know, we're just kind of um, scraping you know, we're just climbing this uh, mountain of, of of reality, trying to get to okay. truth as, as much as possible. Um, a mount, you know, mountain of a mountain of fecal matter. A mountain, yeah, just a mountain of shit that that we um, that we're fed. We're just fed this shit sandwich from from the very beginning. Our fam, our our parents are fed a shit sandwich, and then they because they didn't know any better, and I mean. They were, I mean, we we had formative years. Our parents had even more formative years because it's very, very hard to pick up uh, on a society that looks, you know, it looks real. It, 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 you know, it looks like a chicken. It sounds like a chicken. It, I mean, there's so many things that people grasp onto this life raft of, of this um, belief structure. Mm -hmm about what America is, what it was, the chapters of America, the war, the financials, the presidents, the politics. Um, and then, I mean, it, 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 sooner or later, you really, really just have to understand, like George Carlin said in one of his uh, many, many TV um, presentations, he said, it's all bullshit and it's bad for you. That's right. It's, it's all bullshit. Up, and it's you ain't in it. <laughs> yeah, it's right. And he was right. I mean, there was there were times when he 
and in his act, he jumped on the Republicans and he said, wait a minute, maybe we should, the, the, the bankers, the Republican bankers that launder the drug money, let's go after them, right? No, they, they never go after them. And I'm, I'm in the process of like, you know, I'm watching after all these years and they're, and, and they're good shows, but there's levels of it that are absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I'm watching Breaking Bad. Where this guy who's a chemistry teacher, he finds out that he's got really, really bad lung cancer. And then he finds out that, you know, I, I don't have my insurance. They don't, they don't take my insurance. They don't do this. They don't do that. And he has to start somehow through this process. He finds out that, that he can, that he can cook up methamphetamines because he's a chemist and he knows what to do. So there's all this whole process that he goes through. And then there's, I mean, this is in, you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and this whole process of, of what he goes through um, with the cartels and all that other stuff. Whereas, I mean, and even, you know, a spinoff of it, this, this show called Better Call Saul. And of course, his name is Jimmy McGill, but he calls himself Sal Goodman. So because it's Saul Goodman, it's all good, man. Right? right. And he's actually very comical. His name's Bob Odenkirk. And um, uh, this is not where I first uh, heard of him. He was actually, he's actually been a comic writer for years. He did a uh, like four or five years of an HBO comedy show with a guy by the name of David Cross called Mr. Show with Bob and David. Very, very talented guy. Um, and he, as a spinoff uh, of Breaking Bad, um, he is um, he's Saul, uh, Saul Goodman, better call Saul is the name of the show. And I mean, they just bring all of this, all of this stuff to light where, I mean, the drugs, you know, there's a reason why the drug the drugs are here. The drugs are all over the world. It's because it destabilizes. It makes a certain groups of people rich and it destabilizes the middle class. It affects the rich. It affects the poor. Um, the war on drugs is, is not a war on drugs. It's a war on you. There's any number of documentaries mm -hmm. out there that show that all of the drugs that the uh, cocaine was being flown from South America into Mena, Arkansas, when, when uh, you know, uh, bloodline, uh, European monarchy bloodline, Bill Clinton and his and his wife were the governor, and I mean, just everything about our politics, the people that are in there. This, you know, uh, what 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 did Payday Monsanto said? DC's just uh, Hollywood for the hideous. These people are collaborators. They are collaborators in this great, great deception that's been going on for so long. They are all collaborators. I mean, even even Rand Paul, who's out there saying, you know, lab leak, Fauci's a liar, don't trust him, masks don't work. And then, you know, I mean, just the very fact that you can have uh, uh, you know, high level people in medicine, epidemiologists and things like that, that will, that can, you know, participate in an online meeting that gets on YouTube and then that channel gets banned. That's a red alert. It's a mm -hmm. red alert that something hideous is going on and has been going on prior to March, January, February, March of 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 2020 
And it's no surprise that there was a presidential impeachment going on where this thing, when this thing was supposedly traveling around the globe, that from a pile of fucking guano, from a bat that took a shit um, in a Wuhan friggin' market, okay? It, it's okay. just, I, I've, I've been backing off of the podcast because, I mean, uh, and I think it, it all affects us. It all affects us emotionally, physically, in so many different ways that we're sitting here, especially those that can, can, can critically think, people that can actually fucking understand that this is a red, this has been a red alert. They're not taking their foot off there. It seems like they're taking their foot off the pedal, but they're about to press it down. In every aspect of this, there's two worlds. There's what this lying media is reporting for their for the masters of the universe. And there's actual doctors out there saying this mass jab uh, endeavor needs to stop. It needs to stop now mm-hmm. and it's like and 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 you can say everybody there's so much polarization and i believe honestly i believe that's why they brought trump in that's why trump said a lot of the caustic things that he said about people below uh, you know uh, on the other side of the fence everything that he did was a and i'm and i'm not i mean I'm not, you know, this is not Trump derangement syndrome. I'm just saying he came in, he was a, a boisterous, he was brash, he told the truth, he tried to to do things to maybe bring America back, put America first, maybe a, to a certain percentage to make people to make his base believe it, but ultimately he was brought in to create a hatred and a divide and conquer that was needed, a polarization that was so, so desperately needed prior to this rollout of this, you know, just going to just everything that was going to change everything like 9-11 changed everything. The pandemic, you got Schwab's, you own nothing and you will love it. And all of these psychos, that most people, I asked the guy yesterday, I said, you know, you've heard of the Great Reset. I said, it was on Time Magazine. Do you know what the Great Reset is? Okay, well, this is huge. It's huge. It's something that people are talking about, but it's not reported on the mainstream media to, to any level where any people are going are, are gonna to get a clue, are going to get some kind of level of saying, hey, what's this? You know, I'm not going to own anything. I thought this was, you know, oh, we have to change everything. You know, this, not, this virus that... Uh, that that uh, 99.8% of people actually survive without an issue. We got everything's got to change now. The whole world's got to change everything. Everything that we do, the way that we do it. And I explained to him. I said, the uh, the the economy was going to crash. They had, there was so much financial malfeasance that there was going to be a catastrophic event. Ships were going to stop. Like, like you said to me, I said, what was, what was going to happen? Well, the, the global economy was just going to stop. And I said to the guy, I was like, what, what would you say? Like when they said, oh, the global economy has just stopped. What would be your first question? What would you say? Like, what would be the first thing on your mind? And he just kind of stood there like kind of days. And I was just like, I would ask why? Mm-hmm. Why did this happen? But we never got to that point because they needed another event 
They needed something else to happen that would dwarf that prior to it actually happening so that they could have an excuse to do all the things that they couldn't do, never let a good crisis go to waste, and and here we are. So, Greg, welcome. It's good to um, it's good to talk with you again today. I know you got a lot of information. You got a lot of, to share. And yeah, I'm just, well, you know, I'm just exhausted, dude. I'm I'm just mentally exhausted. I don't even watch the news, the stories that I hear about what's going on out there. I get, you know, clips. I get emails. I get things like that. I see certain things over the over the cell phone. And honestly, it just makes my, it just kind of like makes my heart skip a beat. It just makes me, just makes me on some level um, mildly physically ill because this is just one of the most ridiculous fucking things that continues. And I'll, and I'll quote Jim Brewer, the, the comedian um, who I heard talk to Joe Rogan, Joe Blowgun. He said, this is some other kind of voodoo, man. And that's what Jim Brewer said, you know, uh, uh, what was his name? A goat boy. He was goat boy. He was, uh, oh, yeah, Saturday night. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw I him in guy. New York city. Yeah. He's, he's great. He's from, he is from North Jersey. Um, he, um, apparently his, you know, there's a lot going on with him. His wife has like stage four cancer that she's being treated for. He got a sinus infection. Uh, there's a, there's a clip out there. Um, you know, it's like an 18 minute clip with him and Rogan. And at the end, he's like, this is some other kind of voodoo, man. This is a, a, some other and voodoo. And, and, and that's a great, great descriptive word. It is some kind of, uh, some other kind of voodoo where he had a friend of his who was a heavy overweight guy that him and his wife went away on a, on a two week vacation up to Maine which went very well. I'm pleased that was pleased to hear that. And then he had a friend of his that was, you know, feeling sick and everything. By the time he get he gets back, he finds out that the guy's in the hospital on death's door. Okay. And of course my phone's all the way over there. Well, it's an alarm <laughs> that's going off. No worries. It'll turn off. Um, it's a nice little ditty. Um, so anyway, he says um, they diagnose him with COVID, which they do because they get paid. The hospitals get paid. Because they diagnose someone with a test that can that that could pick up anything that could pick up any kind of cold virus, and so um, ultimately his they won't his, they won't let his his family in there. The guy they died they said he had brain damage brought on by COVID. You know all these things. You know <laughs> when you when you create when you create a virus or that you create the the illusion of one, you can like uh, like David Ike said, you can you can make up any you can say anything. You can just keep on making. You can add like an ad like a web browser has add-ons. You can just keep on throwing things on there, and then next thing you know, uh, uh, you know it causes brain damage, all these other things, right? Ultimately, somehow, another doctor comes in to take a look at, the, at this, the, this guy and says, the only thing that's wrong with this guy is that he is severely dehydrated. So he goes into the, into the hospital in July of, I want to say, Christ, it might have been, even have been this year. I'm not sure. I don't know whether the guy got the jab or not. But he gets out in October. I guess it would have been last summer. So he gets out in October, but they diagnose him with brain damage. They say he's going to die. You can't see him. And then some doctor comes in and says, this guy is severely dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And boom, it's just ridiculous. And the guy is alive and he gets out, I guess, July, August, September, October. 
I mean, it, it just just ridiculous. Um, uh, and you know, and he said, I saw uh, uh, he was he did a um, he did another podcast with that uh, other comedian guy uh, from down south. I forget what his name is, but a real, really, really likable comedian guy. Um, and said that uh, he said this is just outrageous. Just like I don't know anybody who, you know, I don't know anybody who got who 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 was diagnosed with this that got really really sick and died. You know. Yeah. Anyway, well, I again, I'm just I'm just manic here, and I apologize, but here we are. This is still ridiculous. It's voodoo. It's it's it, it, it's one of the greatest deceptions. And we know we know a lot of them over well, time. I would call it a. I'm not. I wouldn't call it a deception. I wouldn't call it a deception as much as it is a. It's an enlightenment because it is. It is exposing what is really going on, and it's. It is waking people up, even though people are having are in denial about that. I had to turn that alarm off. So you said enlightenment. It's a. It's. It's been an enlightenment because it has woken up people by the tens of millions around the world about what really is going on and that we are entering a, another Bolshevik revolution. Okay. And whether they get away with it or not is really dependent. And then it, the question would be like, well, why would they do that? Why would they hurt? You know, because this group of people has stole. Hey, I got you. Yeah. You're breaking up a bit. Do you have a load on on the um on your bandwidth there or no? No, just on my computer too. Let me see. And sometimes it does. Okay. Because I mean, if there's any other streaming or anything else going on in the house, it could inter it could interfere with with um, your bandwidth and then affect your you know, okay. Affect the VoIP that's going on the voice over internet. So it happens if it now though it's clear. It's your voice is still going in and out. It's like something something is is something is 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 affecting it. Your let me, bandwidth. Let me disconnect because there's not a whole lot. I mean, there's not a whole lot of bandwidth that's required for just for for VoIP for 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 vocal. Like if it was video, then sure. yeah, but. Uh, there's something that's there's something that's that's dragging it. All right, let me disconnect and connect back in the room. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So. Um, yeah. So. Is this better? Yeah. Better yeah. Now? I mean, I just it sounds okay now. Yeah, but I'll let you know if there's any anything because what you say is has very, a lot of importance. So I wanted to make sure that you've been <laughs> you're being heard. Oh, you flatter me. No, no. I mean, you it's uh, it's me. like you've 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 been you've been on this thing for going on two years now. Like every every aspect of it, every report, um, uh, talking to doctors, um, just what you're involved in um, has you know, has you on that path to being able to communicate with, with doctors, which are the, one of the most important aspect of this, because they are the ones that are trusted, you know, doctor knows right. best, um, all that stuff. We're so about, go ahead. So and we're about to make me big headway of that because a lot of things are changing 
in right. that regard because that's coming full circle now where the doctors are starting to okay. realize what's going on because like a lot of people what they were doing is well let's just see if people start if we take the shot because you know they have a belief in the system and that if they keep it going if they take the jab or if they encourage people to do it they see the results if people mm -hmm. are getting sick if whatever then they'll go along with them they'll say see you know it was all just uh it was it was all crying wolf again mm -hmm. but if it's the opposite which is what they're seeing then they start to take pause and now they're starting to get open to it now it's well we have we know that if we say something they they are immediately defamed fired persecuted by the system by the state mm -hmm. medical boards and administrators sure so we've come right. up with a we've come up with a perfect defense for them and a way for them to actually fight back and win and once this starts this process uh, goes through right uh, right a little further then you're going to see a wholesale shift in the medical community just right basically denouncing the narrative and the uh the vaccines and the system itself mainly what i'm doing and to drive that to drive that forward is enlightening them about the 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 reality of what's what's been happening you know giving them a, a perspective that they're not hearing from anybody and that is that in all of these things throughout history of the history of humankind uh oppressors have abused the common people but they can only do it for so long eventually at some point people wake up and there's an old saying that they have to keep in mind that the first half of any crisis is knowing and the second half is always violence right. and what's happening now because now that they are promoting and really promoting heavily the injecting of children with this is they are now putting themselves in tremendous risk a tremendous safety and uh, security risk because right. at some point in time a grieving angry parent relative or friend is going to show up at that doctor's office politician's office whoever and they're going to take vengeance right because right. if it was my son and he was a small boy and i was just you know going along because oh this is this is how we do it and mm -hmm. he was and he was severely injured or died right. as a result yeah. i would not be oh i want the legal uh, system to come to my aid you know to come protect me i'm yeah. just wait i have nothing to lose i'm gonna just show up and i'm sorry i'm gonna kill them and they took my son's life i'm gonna kill them and that's a normal right. That's that's the normal reaction of a normal of, of a normal mm -hmm. parent, a normal father. Well, I mean, yeah, and, you would hope you would hope. Yeah, you would hope that parents would, uh, you know, they they go through the, the motions. They go does, through. Does, it doesn't matter because it, it's even in this world where they have corrupted everything, they still have not corrupted everybody. How many if you're if you're a practice with two or three thousand patients? Right. Or a large practice with six, seven, ten thousand patients, and one percent of those, just one percent, think the way I do, you're in serious trouble. All right. Because mm -hmm. that's 60, 70 people that are that are now plotting your demise or your family's demise. 
Well, now are they ready for 24-hour security? The, the reality is, the, the reality is they're not. It's not something they've even thought of. And when I bring right. this to doctors' attention, they go, "Oh shit! You know, I never thought of that before." Right. You know, it's, it's like you have to understand something. This is not like any other uh, so-called pandemic of the past like swine flu or bird flu or Ebola, this affects everybody, okay? And now they're saying everybody has to have this. And they are, no one's allowed to ask rational questions. Nope. And if they do, they're immediately shamed and put down. And the worst part is they're immediately gaslighted, all right, which to show them that they're right, but the system doesn't care. They're going to do it anyway. And that's the... That's the telltale sign that it's all being operated and controlled through our tiny hand Italian friends. Because yeah. only a only a group of people that has it within their religious belief that they have to smite and destroy their enemies before their enemies figure out that they are it, that they were the enemy, that they were kind of always classified as enemies and were used and abused, uh, who will rise up and do what they've done hundreds of times thousands of times before and that is you know kill them and chase them away and get them out of their their civilizations their their countries their cities well is this most of them or is this just a small percentage of the the elite because i mean it's obviously it's a small percentage of the elite but unfortunately the uh, the, to the average they won't do anything about it because of fear because of basira law things like that that they don't they don't speak out against it, which makes them culpable and as guilty as the elite. So it's an across the board problem, right? You know that they got to do something about it. Now, admittedly, yeah, there are some of them that are trying. You know, very much so because they realize that, my gosh, <clears throat> if we're not careful, um, we're going to have the population of the world coming after us once they figure out that this is all being done by by us. Well, I mean, like, it's, it's a stop. Wouldn't you think that this would be part of, uh, you know, built into, into the recipe? Because um, I can only think, no, like Russia, you're saying, the, hey, there's going to the, be a realization. But then they, they, you know, they're they they take that into consideration, and God only knows what this, you know, what what these, you know, we we we've been told I that only, you know the. I can yeah. only go by by the history books. Okay, you have to study yeah. the Russian Re- the Russian Revolution, the Bolshevik Revolution to understand what's happening. All yeah, that's happening here, yeah. all that's happening here right now is what happened there. Yeah. Right, and what had happened there previous to the Russian Revolution, many times before, were these things called pogroms, and they did not want to have another pogrom because in in Russia. The pogroms were nasty. They killed a lot of them, thousands and mm-hmm. thousands of them. In right. cities, they would just they would they would just go round them up and kill them like ten thousand at a time. All right. So, right. and it put a lot of fear in our uh, our friends' uh, mindset, and also mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of uh, let's just call it that they want. They've always said that they want their revenge, so they take it over the Russian bear. They control it fully. We know that now. Remember last year when we were talking about yeah. Putin? Oh my God. That we'll find out who he is because he has the opportunity to, to stop the whole thing. And 
but we I said we'd find out who he was, right? Our hope was is that he would he would lead the way. Certainly he would have the motivation to do it. But obviously he decided to go the other way. You know? Well, I mean, you know, they with their threatening people. Yeah. They're starting V and all the other things that I mean, even watching RT, you could see that they're that they're 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 going through the same motions they're going through the same things as all these other countries so russia i mean mm -hmm. there's, there's no there, there's no nothing coming from there not that i was sitting there thinking that you know putin's gonna it's gonna be the one that's gonna change everything no no it's just like it shows that world government no you have to understand it's like it's you have to you have to realize this so we don't know what the players will do until they're there was Putin strong enough? Does he have enough like personal security and strength? He certainly has the, the hardware and the means to do it where he could eliminate, you know, this this group of people in Russia with a couple pushes of the button. All right. He knows that he's got the means to do it. And we would find out if he would. And would he save, would he come to the rescue of his people and change the course of history? Or would he go along with the narrative and be a player of it, which is uh, a, a really but what, what's coming are very dark times. Mm. All right. And it could be dark times. So unfortunately, he did not, he did not, uh, he, he, he proved himself beyond any shadow of a doubt to be completely controlled sure it's like okay well trump did the same thing trump there was a lot of hope i was excited about trump only excited in the fact that it would provide the opportunity to show the american people whether or not there were political solutions if you could solve things politically once and for all or if that you know knowing leading to violence was going to be the only alternative. And they were very brilliant in what they did because they have, you know, Unit 8200 and others, and they, they decided to pull out the the Benjamin Fulford card and do the QAnon thing, which still has a lot of people wrapped up, and they're still playing yeah. that because it's, it's a distraction. It keeps those people off-center because while they're doing that little that little peepee dance of theirs, uh, the rest of the world is, you know, their entire country is being it. The this system of control is just being enveloped around them, and they are too stupid to see it. But yep. we're we're re we're reaching a point very quickly now where this is going to go violence, and you're already starting to hear uh, people starting to talk about it. A year ago, they weren't talking about it. Six months ago, they weren't talking about it. But now people are starting to realize you cannot. Reach, you can't reason or be rational with these people at all. They will not listen to rationality. They will not listen to reason under any circumstances. They just charge forward and are pushing this, you know, this uh, humanitarian dictatorship down everyone's throat, whether they like it or not. And they expect everybody to take it. And right. there, I still believe that they're mistaken because once the violence starts, it's like lighting the match. That's the fuse that gets lit, and then ba boom, you know. Because yeah, then I mean, it, and, and, we don't need we don't, need, and we don't need everybody to do it. It's just like you only need right. a small number of people to like realize 
we don't have anything left to lose. And it's incumbent upon us in the sake of our children, all right, and our yet unborn posterity to do this so that they have a life because it's our responsibility to live the world in a better situation than we inherited. That's what our forefathers did for us, and that's what we have to do for our for our uh, our for our prosperity, our posterity. Right. I it's mean, very I very important. It's your very, optimism. Very I feel better. Your optimism. I, I do. I just can't help but feel that. Well, no, it's not. It's not optimism. It's it's not optimism, Shelley. It's it's reality because this is what human beings have always done. We've always been pushed to the brink of utter collapse. And in some cases, even gone off the edge. But once people once people get that situational awareness through their head, and they realize mm -hmm. that there's no alternative, but it's time to roll up the sleeves, they yeah. do it. And it isn't done by the majority of people. The majority of people are pawns. They they are incapable of doing anything without being told what to do. And yeah, they they're do, collaborators. They're collaborators, but they're also, yeah. you know, useful idiots. They'll do what they're told. They don't question anything. Yeah. Uh, but there's enough of us out there that go, wait a minute, that's not right. And all we need to do is to start telling the pawns what to do, and they'll follow orders because that's what they do. You know, yeah. you won't have your. Ch there will be no. There will be no society for your children. There'll be no freedom at all for your children. They're going to live in a completely dystopian world and you're going to sit by and do nothing about that really the brain dead i mean you know just the rollout of everything that we've seen i mean the damage that the cell just the cell phones alone are doing yeah, to people's I know, cognitive they... cognitive abilities it, they're, you know, they're so brain damaged, dude. The people are so brain damaged. They can't even answer. I was talking to somebody who hires people and they, when they communicate with these prospective, um, you know, applicants, they ask just two questions, just two questions for them to convey prior to being, prior to being, uh, you know, possibly a hire, and they can't even do it. They can't even do it. They can't answer. They can't follow these one, two. It's not even one, two, three. They can't even follow one, two. It's it's amazing to me. And I've never been one. You know what I mean? Like I've been. You know, yeah, I'll say with regards to certain things. I could, uh, it's justifiable, but I've been a, just a gigantic pussy my whole life. Like, you know, like if I'm doing, if I, if I ever did like a drug, you know, like if I ever did cocaine, I was just like, I maybe did it once or twice. And then I was just like, well, number one, I can't afford it. Sure. You know, it was a, uh, you know, there was a sensation. This was years ago, but I, I was always like, yeah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do cocaine and then, you know, have my heart explode or something like that. So I'm just not going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to try something and I'm just, and I'm going to, you know what I mean? Or, you know, I'll get a cell, I got a cell phone, a number of cell phones. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not putting this up to my head where you see all these other people. I'm like, there's no way. And, and I mean, it's just critical thinking. There's no way that taking wirelessly having a, a conversation, 
I know this is kind of a jump from there, but it's just like, this is just critical thinking. There's no way that it's safe. Someone sticking a, a phone up to their head that's getting a signal from a tower and just the energy. I mean, I'm, I did electronics when I was in, you know, in high school. I did uh, AC theory, DC theory, um, you know, uh, electromagnetic fields. It's like you're putting this phone up to your head and there's, an, there's a magnetic field. There's some kind of field here and it is going through your fucking brain. And so to that point, I was just like, I mean, the most that I would do is maybe Bluetooth. And then I kind of stopped doing that because, I mean, there's a certain level of power there that interferes mm -hmm. with your body. And most people have no idea that these things happen. Now, I'll jump back to where we are. People have this unbelievable inability to be able to actually think for themselves to actually say, this is wrong. This should not be happening. Well, it goes. They just go along with it. They just it go along. Back, you see, yeah. That, because they've they've spent years demoralizing us. Yeah. And yeah I mean, yeah, you're right. We were warned. You, you know, it's you know, it's a representative republic if you could keep it. Right. Yep. And only a moral people can keep it. That means you, yeah. you have to know who you are yeah. in the in the situation. And all right. We've lost that. The majority of people, the overwhelming majority of people don't know who they are. They don't know mm -hmm. what the corporation is. They don't know that the mm -hmm. uh, the laws of civil procedure are not law. They don't right? know the that rules, they're property. The, the mm -hmm. rules of they're civil pro procedure that they, you know, they don't understand that you have, uh, you know, there's no, it, there should be no involuntary servitude, which means there'll be no, that they can certainly be, uh, it, there could be voluntary mm -hmm. servitude. So you volunteer sure. for your own servitude. So they, they yeah. don't understand these things. They don't teach it. Parents nope. have been woefully inept in in uh, teaching their children about yeah. the, the uh, let's say, just <laughs> the, the power of owning, owning things like land. And yeah. this began with the baby boomers in earnest and baby boomers selling off their family inheritance for these paper notes. Yep. For the illusion of wealth that is easily manipulated and taken away. That's right. I, I give you a big example of that right now. Like we're, we're the, the brain dead the salad that's out there right now is the real estate for market going up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, there's and, yeah properties are going up mm -hmm. and it's just like, there's no reason for it. There's just no reason for it. Employment salaries and everything is going down, but no, there is a reason for it. Is a very well, good I mean, there's no, I mean, there's it, it. What I what I meant by that is there's no justifiable reason. It's just like, you know, they control they control every market, they control everything, and they can make something happen. No, that what they're doing in all reality shouldn't be happening. Right. What what, the, what they're doing right now is they're 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 wringing the towel. Okay. That's right. Yeah. By causing the prices to go up. And creating the mm -hmm. environment for buyers to get in, they're selling them the illusion. And some of these people had have are using money that they made uh, from their investments, okay? And mm -hmm. they're they're buying these properties. Many of them are still buying them with mortgages. They're just putting down you know sizable down payments. Sure. And next year, I would expect that next year, or at least in twenty twenty three. We're going to see we're going to see the collapse 
And we're not going to see a 70, 60, or 70% decline in real estate. We probably will see a 90% yeah. decline. And I mean, commercial real estate. real estate now has, I mean. Well, let me finish. Is, yeah. Let me finish because this is important. This is really, really important that people have to understand. This is the bait and switch. They've given Black, Black uh, Rock and uh, Black Rock, Vanguard right? and mm -hmm. these other groups, they've given them literally trillions of dollars. Yep. And what they're being done, what they're doing right now is they're the ones causing the price to go up because they're going in and and buying up very small numbers of never number of homes compared to the ones that are available. But they'll come into a uh, uh, come into a neighborhood and buy up five six houses in a in a town or a community or a county, and they'll pay they'll pay twice the asking price for the house, which causes all of the sellers and all the people that would consider or thinking about moving, they'll list their house and they'll all juice the price up. And yeah, they're going to take the loss on those mm -hmm. homes that they're paying twice the, uh, you know, t twice the, uh, the appraisal values on. Mm -hmm. Right. But mm -hmm. they don't care because what's going to, what that's doing is it's causing a desperation and a, a, a schism in the market. It's causing um, where the market should be going down naturally should be going down it's causing it yeah. to go up instead yeah where where it should uh, homes should be more affordable right. homes should be right. more affordable but they're not because right. of what you're so saying what will happen is is when all of these people that are buying right and all the people that have bought in the last 10 years right maybe even 15 years since you know remember these are 30-year notes on these on these mortgages right so it doesn't matter sure. what the time frame is so anytime in that 30-year cycle. So anybody who's bought since like 2004, when the price, the value of their home drops by 90%, they're going to stop paying the mortgage. The banks know this. They don't care, right? Why don't they care? Because they've already been paid the way the system works. They were paid at the issuance of the loan to number one. That's right. Okay. So they were reimbursed for the loan as soon as they issued the paper. Yeah. Okay. So they got their money like right up front, whether the homeowner pays the mortgage or not. Next is that all of this money, which is sitting in the New York Fed under BlackRock's control, is mm -hmm. and it's trillions of dollars. Okay. Yep. Now, what if you were if you were uh, what's his face from BlackRock? I don't know what's his the. Uh, you, what I do you. know about BlackRock is that David Martin said that BlackRock, he, he named them and a few others specifically in the scam, in the, in the CV scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're all part of the players. They're all playing their role in it. Okay. They're all controlled by the same people. All right. So what they're doing is they're sitting on trillions of dollars and they're going to they're going to buy a few houses percentage wise a very small number of available houses on the market cause the yep. price to go up which that action alone will cause the collapse to be even worse than it normally would That's the right. correction That's to right. be to be twice as bad what they're yep. counting on is a severe real estate drop then they'll unleash the hounds and then they'll come in with all of that money and go okay we're buying up everything and that's when you will own nothing and be happy will be, you know, will be the reality. And that's what they're planning. You know, so people that are buying property right now, unless they're buying it cash, they're falling right into that trap. So this is the time to get away from 
to get away from usury in yep. any way, shape, or form that you do not the, the days of using debt as a blessing are very quickly coming to an end. All right. So thinking strategically for the future. But five years ago, two years ago, you could use debt, you could use debt as a blessing if you knew how right. to use it and understood that you would use debt to acquire an asset that you could actually earn a profit on over the cost of servicing the debt. That's good debt. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like a person who buys a truck because he's going to make money with the truck, you know, plowing snow or, you know, hauling things with or doing whatever. Right. Right. Uh, that the ability is that truck is going to return a greater amount of money than the cost of servicing the debt. That's that's right. debt is a blessing. But how many yeah. people are doing that? People are continuing to go deeper and deeper into consumer debt. OK, which is, you know, non. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, it's right. So, I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, I, I had a years ago, I had a, a company and probably like around 2000, I had a, a company or a corporate Amex card that I used. They gave all these different consultants a, a, an Amex and you had to pay off the balance at the end of the month. Uh -huh. Just recently, I mean, within this year. I got a, you know, an Amex uh, offer and I was just like, eh, what the hell? Cause I mean, I was, I, you know, like, and here goes, uh, I was rebuilding my credit. <laughs> okay. I was rebuilding was my good. credit. And so they gave me $2,000 limit Amex. I'm like, okay, I've only, I've, I've only used it twice. And then with, I want to say within a week or two of both of the times that I used it, I paid off the, I paid off it in total. Not a whole lot was on it, but I paid it off in total. I get an email within the last 48 hours that says, congratulations, we've raised your credit limit. Sure. Right. Congratulations. Yeah. Now it's 3,500. I, I don't have any intention of, 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 of you know putting anything massive on it or anything like that but the bottom line is it's just like it's unbelievable my credit union that i have only like a twelve hundred dollar uh limit on and it's like maybe 12.99 which is the lowest in you know interest rate mm -hmm. they I, I i constantly pay them off to mm -hmm. a certain extent i mean i there is a balance in there but they've never even said to me, hey, I went to them for a car loan, this credit union that, you know, is, they're solely, that's it. What I have to my name is in there. And they wouldn't even give me, they wouldn't even give me a good deal on, on a car or a used car. I, I actually, when I got the last car that I have, which was maybe, I want to say three years ago, the day before Christmas. I want to say it's probably three years. Mm -hmm. It was Ally Bank that gave me a seven point something, seven point nine nine, I think it was. I couldn't even rely on my on, on my credit union to do me a solid. <laughs> right. So I just don't know like where this, you know, most people just don't even understand. It's like if I if someone gives me credit and I say, 
I put $500 on it. And then within, before 30 days, before the, the statement comes up, I pay it all off. How does a bank make money off of people that just use a credit card, but do not leave a balance on there that, you know, where interest uh, can accrue? Like, how do they make money? They must, there's, for, for and I, my, my, my understanding of money is, I, as you, you know, that's why I'm asking you, but like, how can they make money if, I have a credit card and say I put a thousand dollars on it, and then two weeks later I pay a thousand bucks on it. Like, how do they make money? Let me, let me, let me back, but let me back you up a little bit, okay? Mm -hmm. When they issued you the card and it had a twenty-five hundred dollar limit, right? Just a credit mm -hmm. card. Yeah, they were paid the twenty-five hundred dollars upon your signature. Ah, okay. They already made the money. All right. Wow. Anything okay. they, they are charging you is just the interest. It's just paper that could be sold in the derivatives market. Okay. Right. Because mm -hmm. what they'll do is they bundle that debt as part of a portfolio of, of, of debt, collateralized debt obligations. Mm -hmm. And those are credit card and, you know, loans of all different types. And those are, those are constantly bought, sold and traded, mm -hmm. um, bought by hedge funds and, then because the markets are yield starved because of the bond mm -hmm. market, they what they do is they try to encourage you to take on more debt that you can support. Mm -hmm. So believe it or not, you're worth more to them in a subprime market than you are as mm -hmm. a as a prime candidate. Okay. So and since the overwhelming majority of people are really subprime today, even people okay. walking walking around with seven hundred and fifty uh you know 750 800 credit scores mm -hmm. are still considered by the system to be on the verge of subprime because even those people can be wiped out in the first month of losing their income right and then i mean you know with with yeah. identity theft and all that other stuff the, the better that your no, credit no, is I'm just, I'm just talking yeah. like these people are so indebted they're carrying student loans they're carrying mortgages on mcmansions they can't afford they're carrying car notes they're carrying all types of things okay mm -hmm. you know department store loan uh, just, uh department store credit cards but with the average person out there is like 15 credit cards okay that they know all right that it's yeah. like i don't care if this person is making five hundred thousand dollars a year at their yeah. job or at their at their business or the job they have so much debt that if they lost that job they literally would go bankrupt in 30 days sure all right. That means that that gives them the license to charge more. So what if Amex raised your credit limit to thirty five hundred dollars? Congratulations. All they did was up that and brought forward that thousand dollars that they're saying you have. The Fed okay. has said, OK, they never they, understood how that worked. That's all it is. So and I mean, like I can, give not, you some, I can give people a good advice here with with uh, credit card debt. Because you know what the what the what is the process? You don't pay it, right? And then they call they call it a write off, and then the collection agency comes in, and they buy up. Well, you know maybe it was you know you maybe it was a thousand bucks that you never paid. They come in, they buy that for like some pittance, okay? Mm -hmm. 
And what happens is, is that they contact, they try to call you, they try to contact you. And as soon as they get you on the phone, this is why you should never talk to them. That they never, they don't have a contract with you. You had a contract with the, the, the card issuer, the collection agency, you do not have a contract with, but if you talk to them on the phone and they say, Hey, is this John Smith? And you say, yeah, this is John Smith. Then that is considered a that that is considered a contract signature you saying that taking that call so what i've done when what i did was when i got um you know what you do is you you take you get the mail you never talk to them you take the mail that shows how much money that they want from you and then what you do is you create an invoice you create your own invoice and then you bill that you bill that um, collection agency for the mm-hmm. same amount of money that they're billing you. You send them an invoice for a thousand dollars and say, "This money on this mm-hmm. invoice is. I need you to pay uh, on you receiving this. I need you to pay me this." And I can tell you, honest to God, at least five of six of them completely dropped off of my credit report within six months. Because right. they knew, they knew that you never spoke to them. So there's no contract. Just because they buy that debt doesn't mean that you owe that. It's a write-off. It's it's going to be, it can be on your credit report. But if you just create a regular invoice and you write all the information on the invoice that 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 they send you, and you write down this, and they say, please pay in full on, on, on receipt of this. They're like... Some of them will look at it and be like, oh, that's nuts. Like, why, you know, you owe us. Of course, they're going to say that, or the people that work there are told that this is how much money I owe, but I never took your call. I never spoke to you. We don't have a contract at all because we never spoke. I don't know who you are. And then boom, within within six months, five of those have completely dropped. Now, I don't think that, I know that they're still not on there. There might be one that's on there. But even after you do that, they still send you. They still send you like, uh, like, oh, you owe this or pay this amount. All you have to do is is send a, a, an invoice out. You know, mark it down and everything. You send the, the invoice out and say, this is how much you owe me, and I want it as soon as possible. You, you just do them, to them what they're doing to you. Right. So you that's, give them, that's you give them thirty days to 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 remit the payment. That's right. And then you tell them if you do not answer this letter in ten days, this this is you know. Because silence is acceptance. That's how it works. Exactly. So you pull, so, the, you I mean, pull the same. You pull the same game on them. Yeah, they're like right. the banks don't care because the banks, when they issued you the credit, they got mm-hmm. they got all of the money. Like you get a you get a card with a five thousand dollar limit. So that's they, how it works. They make so they, they get, pull the five thousand yeah. dollars immediately. That's oof, boom. Right. And so they what immediately get that and then they can just write it off. So it's not like they're even losing money if you don't pay yeah. them. But I mean, right. So no, in this society on. today, your credit is everything. Right. I mean, you look at that, even that Kevin Trudeau guy, those, you know, he wrote those books. He does. He had any number. At first, he was the mega memory guy. And then he said things that they don't, you know, that they don't want you to know about. He actually spoke to this one guy about, I forget what it was, but actually it was Larry King speaking to this one guy. And it was this book that they were selling that you could go in there and then you could find all this money 
that is coming to you. And I mean, there was, and I never bought it, but I mean, it makes sense because again, you know, I just had a, a, a talk with Clint recently, um, probably last week this time. Oh. Um, and you know, he, did you do a show with him? Well, I didn't do a show. No, we just, we just connected. I actually kind of recorded it, but you know, it was more just, you know, per some personal stuff. So I just decided we talked about a lot of pertinent things, relevant things, but um, it was like, there was some personal stuff in there. So I was just like, I, you know, I didn't, I recorded it. I didn't tell him that we were going to record it. If I had, if I had thought about putting it out somewhere, I would have called him up and said, Hey, is it okay to do this? I recorded this, but I just didn't do it. I mean, I just, it's just a recording for just, you know, my posterity or, right. you know, for my, but the thing here is that he's talking about the thing he finally, and it was just as like an epiphany to him, the, the, the private, what was that thing you were talking about? The organizations that weren't affected by, because they're private. private. Private membership yeah. associations. Private membership associations. He was like giddy with this information. I said, you know, I said, Greg was talking about this within the last year. He started talking about, you know, with, with, oh, you know, I've with known the connection about them for years. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, well, I want to say last year or sometime within the last year and a half is when you started talking to me with regard to COVID on you know, uh, so I'm sorry, stroke me 19. Um, <laughs> you, um, you were talking about this private membership associations and how they were absolved from like certain things. And, um, so Clint was just like, I'm moving in this direction. So he's, um, he's stoked. He's stoked about it and he's learning more about it. He actually sent me and I'll send it over to you. He actually, it was actually a four hour podcast that he did with this guy from Israel, but there was a bunch of people that were on there. I mean, the, uh, this one guy sounded Irish. And it was just a, it was just a, a you know, a gaggle of people. I might've only been like four, four or five of them, but there was this guy from Israel that I had heard before because he had interviewed this guy that I interviewed, this guy, Dean, mm -hmm. uh, who, uh, author who wrote a number of books. And, and, um, as I was pulling, as I was pulling, uh, some of these, uh, conversations from Dean's blog, which I, I don't even think we can find anymore. Um, he was talking to this really, really cool, uh, gentleman from Israel. He had, he had that strong, you know, he had the strong accent. Yiddish accent, um, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, the guy was just like you know. I mean, uh, this is not a surprise. He was very polite. He was very, he um, he was very interested. I mean, so I'll send you the 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 conversation that he had. Like he was kind of like the um, you know like the head of the table when Clint was going through his straw man information and people were asking questions. So it was very, um, it was very. Yeah, I like to hear uh, that. It's like very good. That. Yeah, I'll send it to you. He sent it. He sent it to me in here. I'll share it with you. And, um, and, uh, so yeah, it was good to, 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 um, to, to connect with, uh, uh, Clint again, um, mm -hmm. on, on a number of uh, different things, but, um, so yeah, everybody well, look he, up the private he, membership. Is he, is he, is he, is he coming around to, uh, you know, the last, you know, because the last time we had a conversation with him it was last year. I think he's more open to a lot of these different things. Podcast now. thing, and you know the way he's, 
his belief in it that the whole thing was real because he said, oh, no people in the medical community. And, yeah, yeah, he was very, in yeah. the beginning, just like, just like you would expect, in the beginning, he was very staunch in his in in what uh, I, information I, he was getting and i and i want to say between now the contrast between now and then yeah. um he's more open to things i want to say and i don't know what specifically what they are but i could just tell by um his as as he was interacting me with some of the things that he said um and it, and i prefaced a, a lot some of the things that, that i said was i said well last year when we spoke I, I mentioned a couple things that you, you know, that you felt uh, very passionate about and you were upset with me. And I said, I said, I'm just, I just want to reiterate, I'm with this whole thing, I'm entertaining every aspect of it. I said, okay. I, I entertain in its entirety, everything that you say, I've seen your, I, I, you know, your work, I trust you. Like, I, I trust you like a brother, like family. And I said, and I also, so, so I'm not caught, you know, so I'm not caught with my, you know, short, I also have to contemplate the possibility that this thing's never been isolated, that this thing, you know, I, I, you know what I mean? I, I have to look at the big picture. I really do because I to. don't want to be caught short. And he, well, and he agreed, like he, he agreed, like, yeah, I agree. You know, so yeah, it was, um, everything, everything, everything is a scam out there. I've been saying that to you for years. All right. Yep. And the whole gain of function, the entire operation was nothing but a money laundering scam. If it was real, we, if it was actually legitimate, if it wasn't a bunch of guys getting together at conferences and talking about the things that mm -hmm. they can do, but we're actually doing it. Yeah, it's then, all it's all plausible. No, let me finish. Let plausible me finish. deniability as well. No, let me finish. Because if yep. it was true, I'm telling you, this is a fact. If it was a true, there'd be a billion dead people from COVID right now. All right. So mm -hmm. there were more like, hey, like the NASA approach. All right. And don't think that that Fauci wasn't aware of what they were doing at NASA where they were getting trillions of dollars from the government and maybe 20% of that money was actually going towards rocket development and things only to make the ancillary uh, mission look like it's being fulfilled. The rest of it right. was the mob approach. It yep. was going right out the back door and it was going right yep. into the pockets of all right. the corrupt politicians and the kickbacks and everything else. Yeah. And that's right. exactly what gate and in my opinion, that's right. that's how everything in the government works. Everything. Yeah. So right. you, you bring no up you, right. mm -hmm. no yeah, they bring up all of these concerns. They bring up all of these faux concerns, right? Right. They have their and then, Yep. Plausible deniability, their, right? No, 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 no. Let me finish. It's not about plausible yep. deniability. Okay. It's not about that at all. It's about running a it's about running a front. Yeah, but okay? you have to you also have to have the plausible deniability no, no, and say, well, we were at this conference here. Yeah. That's the that, that's you. down the line. That's to suck in that's to suck in groups of people like Clint. All right. Who right. researched and researched. And I'm not criticizing Clint at all in this regard. Because you understand. know, I totally think that he's like one of the best. The yeah, he's one of the best that. guys. Dude. He's one of the best guys and then one of the best researchers out there. And Absolutely. and his research and his concern is all from the heart 
He really he, does. Right. And, and because of his own personal, uh, which he talks about, his cancer yeah. and mm-hmm. the things that he went through, when he sunk his fangs into the the uh, gain of function meme, mm-hmm. yeah. he 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 swallowed the he swallowed the hook line and sinker. All right. Now, right. without thinking in terms mm-hmm. of what what is the interest of these people to do this? This there, there really is no interest to do that, other than because they risk their own lives in doing something like that, and they're fully aware of it. Mm-hmm. It's to make people think that they want to do that to create this whole fear meme. There, mm-hmm. it it was being done. Don't get me wrong, but obviously it didn't work because. I mean, they're having a hard, hard time saying that 2 million people worldwide died from COVID. And that's like, they had to kill a lot of people to make that number even come to the forefront, right? In reality, oh, it's monetary monetary coercion. Yeah, Yeah, the, 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 the fake statistic, the padding the numbers, the murdering people in the hospital and calling it COVID. I mean... Which they're still doing. <laughs> which they're still doing because they 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 can't even get enough of that to make it look good so it's like the overwhelming majority of the people in this world do not know anybody directly that they can say that really legitimately died from it the person right. i know who's died from i know two people that have it right now one of my business partners and my two of my business partners one is his brother right mm-hmm. and the other is uh one of my board members Right. He's got it right now, but it's like you got it because people are just shedding pathogens like crazy because of the vaccine or because of the injections. It's not a vaccine. All right. But that's yeah. he's going to recover. He's going to recover. He's not going to be a, a fatal statistic in this. N- n- neither one of them are going to uh, be fatal statistics. Well, it. I mean, even that right there, Greg, is the, the you know, the, the shedding thing. Even that could be. Like just like the gain of function thing, where they could say that and they get that meme rolling, and that way when people, you know, when more people succumb to or you know die from you know a, a car accident, then get named you know COVID. I mean, even that right there could even be a red herring, I guess. I mean, if I'm if I'm, if I'm putting that in the right terms, absolutely, because the like everything the op- we're getting, the opposition so, is, is thoroughly controlled. Believe me, it's thoroughly controlled. Okay. So these two people are they are they very sick or are they just sick? No, but they're to get sick. over it. They're okay. sick, but get, they're sick, but getting better. And they were told that they had okay. COVID. But the only exposure they had was to people. They were surrounded by people who um, recently got recently got the injection. But and they did not get the injection themselves. No, neither one of them got the injection. Okay, so right. the, the reality is that what happens is when you get this injection, because it's not meant to stop the transmission of any, not at all. Uh, it's not, that's not what it's meant to do. It is uh, what they call the gene therapy, but what it is, it's a means of, it's a technology that, de- that de- develops the mRNA directly into the cell, turning that cell to a pathogen creator itself. And that pathogen then being released into the body causes your your uh, immune system to kick in and to start creating antibodies. 
The problem is that if it overtakes too many cells, you're, it's going to be inflammatory and you're going to wind up dying. So this, this is a, a crime of epic proportions what's being done. No question. Oh about yeah, it. I mean it's a genocide. Okay. It's um, yeah, it's it's so many so many awful things, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so many aspects of it that are just absolutely so that, the gain criminal. of function. The gain of function thing with Fauci was just good fodder and cover, and it was a means to pay off people. All right, pay off certain institutions, pay off certain people because they basically gave Fauci two hundred billion dollars and said, you know, we're leaving you in charge to distribute it, like. You're the you're the top guy in this. Right, right. And there were plenty of parties that they were having, those conferences that are on YouTube that uh, Fauci spoke at and all those people were sitting around. After those conferences and symposiums were over, they were going back to the bar and they were banging, you know, doing lines of cocaine and banging hookers. Right. Okay. I mean, I mean that's for real. Place. They were caught in yeah. one of those conferences. They were caught doing that. They were caught. I mean, so, I mean it's like it, so it was still all just a show because they knew they probably know that in spite of everything they do, that it wasn't going to work on a on a on a level because they're not God, because the the nature is is crazy. You create a pathogen, you manipulate a pathogen and release it. At first, it's gonna it's gonna kill a lot of people, but people's immune systems are gonna kick into gear. Right. And then what's going to happen is you get a copy of a copy of a copy. It gets weaker and weaker and weaker until eventually it just, you know, and they probably have done so many experiments over the years that they've realized, you know, publicly they would never say it. They got to put out the meme that this biological warfare thing is like so bad. But in reality, mm -hmm. they probably knew that it was an unworkable, that it was an unworkable uh, solution. That the only biological weapon that would be effective is getting it into the veins. And that's it. Sure. Now, they don't even know if this is going to work. All they're doing is saying, well, in every test that we've run, and this thing is, you know, mRNA has been around for 25 years. So it's not new. Okay. It's since the mid-90s when they came out with it. Mm -hmm. And in all, of the, in all of the test subjects, particularly in the animal testing, they all died. So... Yeah. And they live for a couple of months. They expand it out to human life. Like, okay, if the rats die in two months, that's two years for human beings. Will it work out that way? They don't know because they're not God. They know it's doing damage. It's it's certainly doing a lot of damage. But human beings, you might be building up an immunity to that, even even when they call it the nanotechnology, I mean, God, these people just—they lie about everything. You really think there's microscopic robots? I mean, seriously, come on. Well, I mean, they make—they make, they make uh, you know microelectronics. I mean, they—they—they they, they put uh, thousands and thousands of transistors into you know a chip. I believe that there's some there's some truth to it, but I don't know. Not that on the like, not on the nano not on the nano scale. Okay. okay. You there's they that's like saying like that the virus exists without isolating it. Okay, show me. Don't give me a a computer rendition of what these nanos uh this nanotechnology look like. Mm -hmm. Show us the real thing and they won't do it because it doesn't yeah. exist. It's yeah, just I mean, like, like yeah, that, we yeah. went to the moon. It's the same crap. It's like it's 
it's the same. I like I've been saying this to you for years. These people, all they do is sit around and think about ways to scam the system yeah. and the people out of money, and they're being allowed to do it yeah. because they went and bailed. First, they got these people into compromising positions. All right, like the Epstein situation, which is not new with Epstein. This stuff has been going on for hundreds of years. And he's probably not the uh, only one. I mean, there, there's probably oh, been operatives no. that have done exactly what he did. It's just that he's been, he was the more predominant uh, profile. That's right. There's probably a dozen or two dozen still doing it, if not even at a better, at a more sophisticated uh, scale than he was. So he was the expendable one. And they're, they just basically said, yeah, you know what? Just go on a vacation, get away from this, and we'll handle it from here. Did they kill him? Obviously, you know. We know that well, wasn't I mean, him on the gurney. That wasn't, wasn't him, him on the gurney. gurney. That wasn't Absolutely him on the not. gurney. So is he alive or dead? I don't know, but we'll never see him publicly again. All right. So his persona is dead. That is true. So we can say that the persona of Jeffrey Epstein is dead. True. All right. But the man, the living, breathing human being that called himself Jeffrey Espe Epstein is now calling himself something else. And Whatever happened wearing... to the woman? Whatever happened to the woman? Uh, supposedly, Was she on trial. Supposedly, she's going to trial. Supposedly, uh, we've never seen any evidence that she ever was arrested. <laughs> That's another thing. Uh, yeah. You know, Maxine, uh, whatever her name is, mm -hmm. whatever. whatever attractive, she's... attractive woman, Maxwell. Uh, uh, well, I mean, that, that depends on your perspective. <laughs> I don't think she. Was well, attractive. I mean, you know, it's just you know she's older, but I mean, it's you know she's not uh, unattractive, and I mean, but you know, just like you said, they. I mean, well, I don't know you think you said this, but I mean, they, they were predators. I mean, they were absolute predators. Yeah, they were evil. And just like Bill Clinton is a predator, a sexual predator, he hung out with sexual predators. But that's mm -hmm. the thing. I mean, that is an absolute certainty. And yet you've got people that will, that will, you know, with, with Clinton, he can do absolutely no wrong. His wife can do absolutely no wrong. These people are sexual predators and they get a free pass. And that's why Marley and that's why it's just ridiculous what the, what they can get away with and then still have the opportunity. So I think somebody I, I think Kamala Harris did something where they wanted um, Bill Clinton to 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 play some kind of role um, in in. Uh, some something that circled circ around women. And I mean, it was just like, are you kidding me? Like what he would, he should be the last person that you would even think about to get a role to work with women on, 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 you know, wow, like sensitive topics. She didn't come up with that idea herself. That was uh, right. She didn't said, come up. She, she's, she's, look, just, she's a, pro look, she's a, pro she's a, she's a former prostitute for God's sake. Okay. Uh, I mean, so I, I don't know that for yeah. sure. I, I haven't heard that, well, but I, I mean, just know people, that no, that's, she was that's, one of the first ones to get ousted from the presidential run, completely ousted from nobody liked her. So many different aspects of what the public, uh, you know, would not vote for her. And then next thing you know, Jughead, or, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you can call it a head because there's really no brain functioning in there. Um, <laughs> He chooses her for for vice president. It's just like and and you know the only 
that was going to only try to predict was, what's going to happen next. That was the quid pro quo from the beginning. They got her out of the race so that they would not expose her dirty laundry. All right. Getting her out of the race meant that there would be no attention. Very, very few people would background her. And with the coronavirus and all that, because literally Biden did not run a campaign. There was no campaign. No, he sat, he sat um, um, way, way far away and, yeah. uh, and, 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 and won. And here's the thing. Red flags. Trump just goes away. The Supreme Court doesn't do anything to overturn all of the fraud that's gone on. And I mean, that's what I said to this one guy, this older guy who was obviously he came to the house to, to as a contractor to, to do a, a couple things. And we got into a conversation and I said, I said, America's done. America's over. You could see all the things that happened there, all the things that were reported, all the fraud, all the malfeasance that went on during that election. And the mm -hmm. Supreme Court did absolutely nothing to overturn it, to, to, to try to, on some level, legitimize it in any way. It's all a joke. It's always been a joke. Because the bar, the, the bar is, which is the legal society of the United States, is completely controlled. Right? All this stuff is, it all ties into their secret societies and all this stuff. The great right. revelation, the time here we are now that it's all starting to be exposed for what it is. And more and more people are beginning to understand it, even though they don't know how to act about it. It's, they know. I just, even these people that believe in coronavirus, they know. It's not, mm -hmm. this is theater. This isn't reality. If this was a real pandemic, you wouldn't be out in the store wearing a face mask. You would be home too scared to come out. Because you would know right. dozens and dozens of people, close people yeah. to direct family members that would have died. And for you to yeah. say, like everybody says, oh, I know somebody who's an uncle who's never direct, right? Usually it's indirect. You know, and it's and the ones they do know yeah. are died under very suspicious uh, circumstances. The people that I know that died, they yeah. were they were murdered. They didn't die intubated. because they got COVID. They were, yeah, they were incubated or in, they were tubulated, intubated. Yep. intubated, tubulated. And that process kills about 97% of the people that undergo it. And I know, I know for a fact that it wasn't a pandemic because Gwyneth Paltrow, she's still alive. Right. And she was one of the first ones. Uh, she was, uh, you know, patient zero in contagion. So what happened right. in contagion? Right. Like you said, they're running the same thing with the, the contagion script. But it was just like most people don't know anybody who's died. And I mean, like I, 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 I was kind of even like forcing myself to like, so I should I just go out and just, you know, interview people on the street and say, hey, do you know anybody who died? Do you know anybody who died of, of uh, you know? Well, you're going to uh, get a lot of no's and then you're going to get a lot of these really nefarious people saying, oh, my, you know, my cousin's. My girlfriend's my father's grandpappy. brother, yep. you know, five yep. degrees of separation from them are going to say this or that because they want they want to feel like they don't want to be condemned. It's like there well, are a yeah. lot of people. There's a lot of people out there claiming that they've gotten the vax when a lot of people haven't. That's another well, thing. Just, people don't take yeah. into account. They're just justifying their own that. collaboration with it. They're justifying their own collaboration. That they don't even know that they're collaborating by saying, "Yeah, I know um, my my uh, my uh, brother-in-law's uh, dad uh, died," 
And then right. it turns out that you know in Canada most of the most of the the people were were el elderly, so mm -hmm. I, I that's why I said from the beginning. I mean, there's a lot of these uh, elder elderly people that are dying from this, and they're always preyed upon by big pharma. They probably haven't missed a flu shot. When did they get a flu shot? What what kind of flu shot did they get? Um, Mike Vitz was talking about these trivalent flu shots that um that that they got over in italy uh one of these this dr bush guy that um has been on the high wire any number of times said that most of the drugs that that the elderly people take for the you know some of the main comorbidities mm -hmm. have these ace2 uh, inhibitors or something like that. That's that, th that something that it does to the lungs or something that it does to the immune system. So that, I mean, there's years where people get a respiratory thing and years where people don't get a respiratory. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the statistics are, but the bottom line here is this guy Bush said, he said, if people are taking these types of drugs, they're more susceptible to having a severe respiratory um, reaction if they are hit with something that's respiratory. And what and and it, year in and year out, people get a cold. They either get a head cold. Sometimes it goes into the chest. Sometimes they'll get um, bronchitis. Sometimes it, 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 the, the, your breathing and your respiratory tract is always one of the first things, right? That's a fact. You may get a sore throat. You might get a headache. Sure. Um, do you have a cough? Yeah, you have a cough. There's always some kind of respiratory uh, involvement. And, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's just, again, we have no, there's so many, I mean, you've got, you've got um, John Rappaport out there that is, um, you know, there. I went through all of his blogs, and I just read the 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 title of him. It was just like, if there's no virus, what are all these people dying from? So he puts out there all of these different things, all of these different possibilities. Mm -hmm. Also, in Wuhan, it turns out that Wuhan is the fentanyl capital of the world. That was talked right. about on on the the last American vagabond. That guy. With yeah. Whitney Webb, I don't know if you heard that, where they were talking about fentanyl uh, being, you know, ground zero in in that area of China. Right. So, people that they saw over there, the people that 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 died, supposedly died of the virus, they could have been subjected to um, fentanyl. And yeah. and what happens? I mean, even a small. Uh, even a small amount of that can kill you, mm -hmm. apparently. And so, I mean, there's so many different. And I think they said something about people that are intubated. They're given some. They're 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 given some form of fentanyl. They're given some form of something so that they can actually intubate someone. So they're already having. I mean, there's. You've got what was that guy? The. Uh, they talked about that Russian Jewish doctor from like New York that treated all these people with COVID yeah. uh, successfully with hydrochloroquine, uh, Mercola. I know that, you know, he's been selling a lot of stuff and people have been making a lot of money, but I'm just kind of the things that he said, you know, people um, doing 
um, what what is it uh, doing the inhaler or like the um, the vapors mm. of of uh, you know uh, what is it uh, hydrogen peroxide mm. uh, all, all these different things that people did to treat people with um, you know there's people out there that um, I forget what it is. There's, uh, you know, that it's uh, uh, you can get the small ones. People with asthma have it. They'll, I can't even think of it. But what they turned it, they put like a certain solution in there, and then they put, you know, they put a little cup in there, and then what it does is it it creates a steam that has, you know, I've done it with. I have one here. I have one, one with uh, colloidal silver. So like, right. if I ever get in a, if I get a situation where I feel like, and I don't. And I think something's going to happen uh, respiratorily, then I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to put some of this. Um, I'm going to put some of this silver in here, this nano silver, you know, just like a little, uh, maybe a quarter of an ounce or something in there. And then I'll, and, and then I'll inhale it. And that way I can protect my lungs from getting, inf you know, any infection, things like that. Everybody should have one there. They're, um, relatively cheap you can get you can get a personal one for like less than a hundred bucks mm -hmm. and you can you can put whatever in there you can you know um i've done it any number of times i've done it for people that you know have had a cough or bronchitis or something like that and say here you know do this you know and sure. and so it's like there's so many approaches but of course what do they do they go right to the jab. They go right to the, you know, just like I explained to the guy at the health food store. I said, just prior to the, the 1918 Spanish flu, and we were talking about that before you were saying, like, how could they do this, like all this stuff worldwide? You were saying, well, uh, uh, planes, th things like that could, could deliver something. Well, it turns out it wasn't that long after that where they – were doing um you know world war one was was uh, was ending and what did they do they said oh your loved ones are coming home from the war uh, they've been in over in europe they've been you know and they're bringing they're going to bring home disease what did they have they had a, a inoculation campaign next thing you know spanish flu caused right. by that caused by that not something that came out of nowhere and killed you know, supposedly 50 million people, which I, you know, like we can't even trust anything that they say today. We're talking a hundred years ago, how, you know, I spoke to that one woman who was a surgeon, um, Lorraine Day. And she yeah. said um, that she knew um, a Christ that was a dentist in Brooklyn. Okay. A dentist in the boroughs, a hundred years ago during a so-called pandemic, he didn't even know anyone that had died from it. So they're running, they're running a, 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 a scam. They're running a blueprint that they did years ago. And I explained to the guy, I said, listen, Fauci and the NIH, they wrote a report about the Spanish flu and that the, that the majority of deaths of people came from bacterial pneumonia, from wearing a mask, from wearing a mask. And I said, and they're doing it again. And he mm -hmm. looked and he said, well, and then he went like this and he said, well, you know, like I, I have this on all the time. Or, and it wasn't, it wasn't something that was like a tight fitting one or whatever. 
but I mean, like you're sitting there and you're and and you have something over your face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have I had some that were just like oh, uh, cotton, organic cotton or something like that, because if I'm going to breathe something in or even fibrous or something, I want it to be something that is not polyester. Or in these blue masks, they're saying that there's filaments and all kinds of stuff that's in there. I, I mean, it's like. Hello, they're trying to make you sick. They're tr- they're terrorists. That's what we have today. I said to the guy, I said, it's nothing short of terrorism. What they've done in America, the media in America, the BBC, and all of these other, uh, these global um, news ag- aggregates, they are, they terrorize people to get, and then I said to him, I said, this was planned. I explained, like I said in the beginning, I explained that the global economy was going to come to a screeching halt. People were going to ask what happened. Then they were going to know that there was malfeasance. They were going to know that there was wrongdoing and theft, and they needed something to to neutralize it. They had to slow down the velocity of money, so they shut the economy down, right? Which dramatically slowed down the velocity of money mm-hmm. which kept asset bubbles going it allows them to keep the illusion that people's 401ks and everything oh look at the look uh, the oh, look at my computer screen look at this piece of paper how much money you've got uh yeah you try and cash it out well here's the weird thing i had um i had a, an employer that was taking out a certain amount of money into a 401k for uh, anyway, I got a mailing from this organization, basically just people that are taking your money, making, making money off of your money mm-hmm. saying you, Oh, this was before taxes. So, you know, here's another perk before it's taken and it's put over here before taxes. So you're not taxed on it, but don't take it out before a specific time or then you'd be taxed on it. Well, I saw in there, it was just like, there was like 30, it was maybe I think it, I'm sorry, maybe about like twenty-two or twenty-three hundred dollars. I I got in there. I called them up. I said, um, and I thought for for sure that that was going to be gone. It was apparently it was in an IRA or whatever. But what whatever money I put in there was in there. And I just took it out. I just cashed it out, and they direct mm-hmm. deposited it into my account. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm taking that out now. I don't get you know. I, whatever the penalty is, something like I mean, I may or may not even even do a a a, a tax return. That's one one thing that Catherine Austin Fitz said. After all this voter fraud, you got half the country that voted, you know, for their yeah, leader. Why would you do your, Why would you do your taxes? Why would you even do your taxes? But I mean, I I submit that it's probably going to be second nature. It's going to be like yeah, I got to do the taxes. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, like I mean, right there. I mean, she's someone who understands the system, under, talks about it, has analyzed it with that Farrell guy. Uh, some really, really interesting, interesting conversations that they've had about everything. How the churches were given money to shut down. They were they when they shut down, they were given specific grants or funds or something like that to mm-hmm. to keep them. And why? Because they're the five hundred one c three. They're owned by the government. They're not, your churches are not 
Mm. There is no separation of church and state. There never was, and there never will be, unless, of course, you. I mean, if you if you create a church, you know, you can't. If I you, mean, uh, you know, it's, it's you just do a it joke. A, it's a joke. If you do yeah. it as a private membership association, you can right. be outside right. it. All there right, you, you could do it that way. Uh, they can we do that? I want to create a church right now, then. Pastor Greg, Pastor Charlie. There you go. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, the they didn't get all the churches to go fully 501c3 until Not all of them, right? the 60s. Right. And it was like 99.9% .9 were there's still one that, that refused, ones that, that really understood and said mm -hmm. no. There are other groups that just simply never were, like the Catholic Church is not was not 501c3. And until Vatican exempt. II, right? Until Vatican II. Uh, right. And then even then, a lot of the parishes just never did it because yeah. they're just like, um, we don't really care. You're not going to, because they they just wouldn't. And that, now remember, the, mm -hmm. the Catholic Church was a bulwark against them for thousands of years. That's why the attacks on them and why they've put out so much negative stuff and some of the stuff rightly so because they infiltrated the church but in well, spite I mean, the Vatican of all that has been infiltrated for so long i mean you got at the core right. they're they're satanic luciferian but the the, the core of it yeah but the core of it is that in spite of those problems right it still doesn't take away from it doesn't take away from its its actual message Mm -hmm. All right. So that's why Catholicism now is one of the fastest growing religions and uh, is the fastest growing religion in the world right now is Catholicism because people are rediscovering it. Now, the, the right. church is aware of this in the in the orders in the church that are corrupt know this. So they're creating division within the church right now. And it, there's this big controversy about the Latin mass that's going on about the church you know basically saying we're getting rid of the latin mass it's creating all this sort of debate there's this new catholicism meme that's going around so you've got these people called traditional catholics tradcads um they want to go back to you know pre-vatican ii you know times which mm -hmm. i certainly support because vatican ii was a disaster but even Vatican II, as bad as it is, it it does not. When you read, when you read the when you read the materials, right, mm -hmm. and you study what the scholars and the, and the theologians of the Catholic Church have written for thousands of years, not much of that has changed. So the the core for the individual, it's it's basically the purpose of the Catholic Church was to because it, it, remember it was the Church created by Jesus. It just was, mm -hmm. right? Right, right? So the other churches are only 500 years old. This is the this has been the bulwark against our our friends, exposing them, and you know basically came with a set of rules that everybody believed was workable. Right. You know, there's some debate upon that. There's like you can look at it through the scope of his uh, the prism of history now that. Right. right. You know, their their motto was you bring no harm to them unless they harm you. Like they don't have the right to harm you, to corrupt your society, your institutions, your children. Uh, and therefore, if they right. don't do that, yeah. then they're free 
to assemble and do their things and have their rituals do whatever but you leave us alone we leave you alone that was the mentality of it the catholic yeah. church said okay many of the catholics said okay as soon as they cross the line we're going at them this created division within the catholics too because there are a lot of people that particularly in russia that this is why catholicism never really took hold in russia this is where the right. orthodox the russian orthodoxy came up it was this division of we these people have done so much harm how can you let them go and there were catholics that would use the uh you know because human beings have always been corrupt it's not new it's since the beginning mm -hmm. of time all right so back yeah, in those days yeah. the corruption was for the catholic leaders is they would hire the jews to do their dirty work meaning they would hire jewish uh businessmen and lease them their properties church properties and then they would then collect the rents from all the tenants mm -hmm. and they would use they would use usury and they produce the alcohol and all these things to corrupt the money and the church the, the the church never came to the defense of it so that that was the split in the church because they've always been a day late and a dollar short when it comes to many many things this, mm -hmm. the, the, the prism of history always vindicates them in a way all right Right. But that yep. process always takes like 100, 200, 300, 400 years to work itself through. And we're only in 50 years of this. So now the problem has been brought. The conflicts are arising. The mistake for our friends to make is to think that they have them on their mat. They have them on the uh, on the mattress. They really don't. It, mm -hmm. it, it can and most certainly will rise again because the truth always does. That's the one thing that this is that this gets you in a lot of trouble with people who basically go that oh they, the church is so corrupt tell me give me one institution of any kind that's not corrupt i mean are you serious well, the institutions yeah. the organizations themselves anything banking. that <laughs> what that's education. not corrupt which I mean, banking, I'm which, saying banking which, is corrupt. Education is corrupt. Okay, everything, me, tell me what, everything. Tell me, yeah. tell me a religion that's not corrupt. Right. You think they have the monopoly on corruption in religion, the Catholics? I mean, come on. They're well, all I mean, that's what corrupt. people are trained to focus on. There they really are like, they really right. do focus on, on the things that, that a lot of other people have already focused on because it's safe to do. I mean, banking right people will say oh i hate my bank i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go to another bank well <laughs> okay good right. luck there because um you know sooner or later you're gonna get called and say or you're gonna try to use your card and it's not gonna work i mean i i tried to use my card one time and it didn't my mac card and then i actually took it into what the bank branch they swiped it mm -hmm. and said Oh, there's no, uh, oh, the, we don't see any problem with it. And then I forget exactly what it is. I tried to use it again, or I tried to take money out and I couldn't do it. And then I mm. called the number and they're like, oh, your, your, your account was compromised. I took it to the bank a few hours before. And they told me that everything seemed fine with it. it it's like, they play they're games. just there to take your money oh. and one of these days you're going to go there and try to get your money out and then they're going to be gonna like learn. sorry gonna you can't you're going to learn but yeah you know, they, you're going to try to take out a certain amount of money there and they're going to start asking you questions and it's like 
-hmm. Can I just have my, you know, like, you know, people were saying, I tried to take, you know, $10,000 out of my bank and they were just like, well, uh, you know, they just don't have it, you know, or, <laughs> right. or they just don't have the amount of money in the bank that encompasses all of the, you know, what people have in their savings or in their checking. It's just, uh, it, it's mm -hmm. just, uh, you know, it's a scam. It's a, it's, it's, a called, it's called a check, you idiot. Not you, but you know. Yeah. Like if I went to a job, you don't have the cash to give me, you write me a bank check right now mm -hmm. for the amount. Okay. And you handle it in your bookkeeping because I'm going to take this to a different institution and I'm going to, you know, transfer this over. No way, friends, but you're not giving, you're not, you're not going to, uh, you know, stall me. They, look, these yeah. days are coming. Like I said, look, violence is coming. Get ready. Violence is coming. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's coming soon. Nobody can say exactly when, but when that switch goes off and it goes postal, which it will, right? And we're right on the verge of that. And when the day comes and it goes postal, then that's what we're going to see uh, just, I mean, wholesale changes across the board because these people are cowards. Remember, they're ruling and they're governing from a position of weakness, not a position of strength. Um, because they're counting on their goons to provide them protection. And I think they're beginning to realize that they won't. Because many it's been the, the it's been the problem throughout history. They can get some of them to do it, but not all of them are gonna go along. And those could sabotage the efforts of the ones that they have full control over. And they're well, I think they're I think they're looking at it right now, the situation, and this is why they're they're doubling down and they're pushing harder than ever. Is they're they're reading the tea leaves. Their Whopper computer is telling them exactly what's happening because they're monitoring everything. They're monitoring all communications. They're monitoring transactions. They're monitoring social media. They all that information is fed into their into their bogus Whopper computer. Okay, and out comes the other side that basically says, "Here's the future. Here's our future over the next." 12, 24, 36, 72 months, you name it, like down the line. Where are we mm -hmm. going to be? Where are we going to be in 10 years? And if they want us to be in a certain place by 2030, they're not close to getting us there yet. So that's, yeah. let's put, but the problem they have is that the harder they push this, right? The harder they push this, the more likely that it's going to go off the rails. Right now, mm -hmm. their big difficulty, their big problem they have right now is that, and they've already admitted this, and this is difficult for them to get around. This is why they're tripping themselves right now. There is no specific test that can identify the Delta variant. Not None of them. So how do you know you got the Delta variant? They're proclaiming that it's, it's a, a variant. But yet they've, they've never been able to do it. They, they, they can't isolate it. Therefore, they can't test for it. And the rank and file doctor, medical professional out there, knows this. Mm -hmm. Yep. They know this. And this is why, in private conversations, they all say, Yeah, I know this is crap, but I dare not say anything. All right. So the day is going to come because they're beginning to realize that if they don't say anything, if they don't come out against this and they continue to endorse and validate this obviously bogus situation that somebody's going to come for them 
All right, because when a when the violence does start, they're going to say, who are the ones responsible for this? Well, guess who's the front of the line? The doctors. The doctors that were saying that all this thing was real, they got to go. And that means many of these doctors are going to be round up and they're going to be hung. And it's happened in history before. Oh, it'll never happen. Anything that's happened before in the past can happen again. Don't kid yourself. Situations can change very quickly. If you ask the average Russian, all right, in 1900, if there, if the Russian dynasty, which it was, the Russian Empire, would fold and collapse in their own children's lifetime, all right, and this is, you had the highest per capita income, the highest standard of living was in Russia in 1900. Yeah, and I you mean, took, it seems like that's took, why they took them down. And you took, no, well, it's it's the like same thing here. It's the exact. It's exact. It's an exact mirror. We're like where the Russians were then. Right. High standard of living. It's not taking down. It's so much as when the people find out that all of their wealth was an illusion, that it was just a magic trick, that it was all word salad, and they really have nothing. They have the wealth effect. And they lose everything, they lose it. And they're gonna come at them and they're gonna round them up. And those were those were called pogroms. And they've they numbers of them happen throughout history. These they go in cycles. And the experiment in Russia was can we can we gain control over the Goyim, completely dominating control them, prevent them from coming after us by us going after them. And then we could have retribution for the passport grums and make sure it never happens again. Never again, right? Never again. You persecuted us. It was yeah. that was never the case. It was like, wait a minute, you completely persecuted us. You robbed of us, robbed us of a wealth. You destroyed, you know, families. You destroyed everything. And then you come in and say that if we fight back against you, that we're that you're the victim. That's your mo. <laughs> so they. They they did this whole thing this with the movies because of the new technologies and they really started to believe they started to believe a lot of their own lies which is their problem their hubris my friend Murray when I worked at Bear Stearns he told me all this was going to happen it's funny he mm. you know early nineties he said look this is how it's going to go down right we're at we're you know he was like we're twenty five thirty years away from all this which is right around you know. 2019, 2020, mm -hmm. because he was saying that the the heart of the meat of the baby boomers were going to be in retirement, and that represents a big pile of money, and they are not going to let that go. They are they are going to steal that, and they're going to paper it. They're going to inflate it. They're going to do play all these accounting tricks to to so that the average people out there they have no idea until it's too late. They're going to try and come up with some cover. But throughout history, it hasn't worked. What they think Russia was a success, but it, the, it actually isn't over yet. You know, it's not over yet because there's a large group of people in Russia. They're being very quiet because they know if they say anything, they'll get massacred. But there's a large undergroup of people that are just like, we know who our enemies are. All right. There's a lot of them here in the United States. They're everywhere in the world. There's this whole under, you know, people that are that are smart and they're smart enough to stay out of harm's way if the average person out there can't see it 
why do I need to throw myself in the in front of the bus for them? Mm -hmm. When they start dying and start seeing it, then that'll change everything, and then we can we can we can solve this because we we all still need those those common people out there to you know to wake up or a percentage to wake up. Many of them are starting mm -hmm. to wake up now because of these experimental injections. They'll never say that on television, but don't think for a moment that people can't put two and two together. So especially yeah. when it comes to children, you you inject this into the arm of a perfectly healthy 12 year old and they start having really serious debilitating health issues or die. You're not going to, you know, those parents know exactly what caused that. Now they're asking for some sort of relief or whatever. Um, they're asking to be heard. They're expecting because they've been told their whole lives that the justice system will fight for them. That's what it's supposed to be, right? Equality, equal justice for all, that no one's above the law. So you should appeal to the system to address the problem and go after the perpetrators of a crime that led to the, basically the murder of your child. That's what you expect, right? The, as this goes on and more and more children are becoming harmed by this, it's becoming clear in the minds of more and more people, those common people, that there is no justice system, that there is no, there is no way the system is going to remedy. No one will pay the price for what's been done. Mm -hmm. So the murder of your child will go unpunished. It's up to you to do something. And it's, we're at that point where it's like that realization is I think that realization we get a year into this. If, if we get to this winter and we start pe seeing people dropping like flies amongst, you know, the older people that have taken it right two years in mm -hmm. right into next year. And we start seeing the uh, massive amounts of heart attacks. The people that are not, that have not taken it or maybe took one, maybe even the people that, uh, we're fortunate that uh, and many of them were because I believe 70% of these injections have been saline. I do, but I, I do believe that there's been placebos mm -hmm. or, or like very, very mildly tainted. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they knew that if they went full out, that would expose it for what it was too quickly. And it would cause, uh, you know, they, they'd have to be eased in. And they just figured, don't worry about it. We'll create the variants, and then we'll say we need people need boosters, and then we can get them that way. Eventually, everybody gets it if they keep the scam going. Mm -hmm. um, they even went and understood that there were going to be people in opposition of this. They've been priming that and making that, uh, you know, that available so that they could go and do their little rat poison game. You know, rat poison is ninety five percent food. It only has to be five percent lethal to do the job. Right. So you get the you get the people out there who will do just enough and they'll put a little bit of a little bit of a turd in the punch bowl and you'll never know what it is because we don't know is it you know and it every week they come out with or every month or two they come out with something new the, the latest is what's the stuff that's in this in the vaccine supposedly everybody's talking about graphene right. graphite yeah graphene's in it uh, Oh, graphenes are in this. Well, this was never part of the conversation last year, six months ago, right? Early in the year. There was no mm -hmm. discussion of graphene, right? And all of a sudden, this comes up. 
Is that the red herring that, you know, people will fall the trap? You know, it's really important for, for people to understand the power of this controlled opposition, right? Uh, the, the, how this controlled opposition works. Go rent or go online, whatever, and watch the movie Promised Land starring uh, uh, Matt Damon. All right, came out in 2012. Right, and was, him and uh, Krasinski. Yeah. It was about fracking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was about the, the how the fracking companies control both sides of the fracking debate in a small Pennsylvania town. And it 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 was basically the revelation of the method. Like all of these opposition movements are controlled. And so people have to be very careful because while they'll demonize one, then it, it it's going to spread because their whole purpose is like the normies are told don't listen to anything that is deemed to be a conspiracy theorist. And so th this is why the method of, you know, the, the, the videos and all this stuff, social media and everything, it just lends itself to that type of, you know, to the, to, it's perfect for the intelligence agencies, which create these narratives, write these scripts and get these things going. And then yeah. it's easy to find people to do it because you only have to, you don't even have to give them a lot of money. You just give them a little bit of money from anonymous donations and they'll go ahead and do the work. And then when you're ready to pull the plug on them, you pull the plug and then the whole operation collapses. Right. The, the, the problem with this, with, with the narrative, with uh, these injections is that in reality, they do significant harm. Right. When it came to the fracking, they had to make a lot of things up about the environmental destruction from fracking. There's a lot of stories yeah. they made up that were not true. Now what they're doing is they're trying to flip that. We'll just take the truth and we'll call the truth a lie. So you might put it on television and the when you in the baby boomers uh, well, listen, they maybe believe what they see on TV because remember they grew up at a time when the TV news told the truth about many things and you had stories and falsities in the movies about 25 years ago they started to flip that and they started putting factual details in movies and mm -hmm. increasing the number of bullshit that was in the, in the news media so the news media is literally 95 90 percent total fake where it's all mm -hmm. fake it's mm -hmm. framed in a way that it's the truth but it's all a fake narrative and then when you watch a movie, the movie tells you exactly what's going on in the world. And people say, well, the movie is, no, that's just a movie. It's like they're playing psychological warfare. This is an asymmetric war. And you have to understand that it's all, you know, psychological operations. These are very, very skilled, highly trained people that are pulling off this narrative. And in, unless you're uh, cognitive of that, yeah. you will you will very easily be sucked in yeah. but everybody everybody really I, I put it this way they're they've done such a good job with the shaming and the the um condemnation aspect of this for people that sure. have have uh, raised questions about this that yep. most people go i don't want to go there because i don't want to be called a, you know one of That's these it. nut jobs even though That's they good. know what it's you're the... saying is 100 true 
There's like the chill, I, it's the chill factor. It's the chill factor. It's like, look at what right. we did. Look at what we did to to Snowden. Like, I, I, there's still questions I have about him. Look at what was done to Chelsea or Ch uh, Manning, right? Look at so they do these things to people, so that you won't you won't go there yourself because there's examples of what's done to people that whistleblow. So if you go out, right. like you're saying, if you go out there. The, the the shaming well you know they see the shaming they see it and they they and and they just like oh i don't i don't want that to happen to me i don't i, I don't want to be that guy i don't want to be that that girl that that speaks her mind and then gets Listen, beaten up I, verbally all right we're both old enough to remember it wasn't that long ago it's only a generation ago that we were told that planes crashed into a couple buildings in new york Okay. Yeah. And what happened? What happened after that? That was an obvious blatant BS, but because people thought we were actually attacked, they believed the narrative. Yeah, uh, the, military, the military was turning people away. So many people were volunteering to go fight. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that, that it was. That even in spite, and there was all these pharmaceuticals, all the stuff that was all around back then. This stuff goes, we're dealing with today, a lot of stuff is brought to market in the 80s and 90s. All right? Now, it's not as bad as it is today, but, you know, people still, there was rampant drug use. And, you know, there was uh, the deadening of people's senses mm -hmm. and their thoughts. So this mm -hmm. has been going on for a very, very long time. But people yep. still responded. All right. Now, this time, it's not a foreign enemy. It's a domestic enemy. They just don't know it yet. So the, there is a trigger point when they make that realization, they make that connection. And that that's what I'm saying is coming soon, because when they start to trip over themselves, when they start to get really crazy, blatant with stuff, they're just inviting more, more and more people are going to say, I... You know what? We're beyond it. Where it can, I can't, I don't want to be that guy anymore. Now it's, right. I've got to stand up and actually do something about it. I don't have a choice. And that's what people thought after September 11th, and that's what they're going to think again. Because there's a lot too. Like the question: Where are all the ex-military guys? Why aren't they fighting? They all took an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Okay, and I don't even talk about the active duty ones, all the retired ones, all the guys that were over in Iraq. And a lot of them came home, you know, the fatality rates were quite low. So it's like, so you know how to use the weapons. You have the training. You know about, because they've, they've they taught you about all this stuff. So you know what's going on. And yet you still remain silent and allow the abuse of your fellow citizens. So you, it's like, eventually at some point, they're going to wake up. Now they're being right. killed off, right? Because the, the 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 powers to be, they're they are very aware of this. So they're they're trying to cover all their bases at the same time, but they can't. It's it's whack-a-mole, and they don't need right. that much of a force to go against them, for them to fall apart like a cheap deck of cards. Because they're not coming, they're totally coming from a feminized weak position. It's all just hyperbole. It's all based on shaming. It's all based on childish nonsense yep. okay that's all it is every argument every debate that i hear everything it's like 
it's like we're arguing a bunch of 15 year old girls right that's it no matter who they are their, their rebuttals are all the same they're all scripted right the way they ignore you they they behave just like a 15 year old girl does and what happens is a 15 year old girl acts like that and acts like that eventually the the only thing they respond to is a backslap you know why do you think they went yeah. and started changing the rules 30 years ago that parents couldn't hit their kids because they understood it like if you can because at some point that's what adults do when you when people are acting up and behaving like children they get treated like children and they get a back slap you know right. and sometimes the black slap's not pleasant so what they've done is say oh you can't do it because there's legal ramifications all right and they got everybody to sign really to volunteer for their own servitude and to adopt this what they call civil procedure law yeah and well, that I mean, like, means... we see that we, we see a lot of, of of children openly just disrespecting their parents thinking that they are uncool you know what i mean like <laughs> Don't drop drop me off down here. Don't don't drop me down. And then and then one of the parents would say, "Well, that she's he or she's they're just trying to you know the, the, to become their own person, right?" <laughs> and so, like, where did this come from? Where where did where did the open disrespect? I mean, good parents. I mean, good parents that provide for their children. They see the way the world is going, right? They see a lot of the things that can happen, and they want to protect their children because they love their children, right? Children, a lot of children don't understand this. They look, oh, you're trying to control me. You're trying to, you know, like, I want to do that. And don't tell me that I can't, right? Because they don't yeah. understand the world. They have the, the children, uh, you know, teenagers, children are impulsive. They just want to do something. They see something and then, and then they want to do it, right? So they don't want to be controlled. And then you see more and more of that on these television programs where, they, you know, like Program. openly disrespect their parents. And now you've got in countries like over in the UK, they're like, oh yeah, if you're, um, you, you can, you can get this shot. You, we don't, we don't need your, um, your parents to give uh, permission. Um, so they, yeah. So they just use, they use this, um, this uh, mindset to, uh, they, you know, just like anything they use it. They take a mother's love for their child and they take the, uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, you don't want your child to get this disease or, or that disease. You better, you know, you, you better get. So being a good parent is letting them turn your children and your, your child into a pincushion with like multiple injections, 60, whatever, whatever it is. And yeah, that's and being a good parent. I mean, and then they say, what God, what kind of God would allow a child, a, you know, a, a three or four or five or six year old to die from cancer. Guess what? You're killing your own kids. It's not God. If you were listening to God and you understood, you know, like, I mean, Clint has said this any number of times, a Bible reading of uh, uh, people cannot be enslaved. And it's true because right. you would know to not respect, uh, you know, a flattering title. You would know really? that it's unnatural to uh, inject, you know, your immune system 
is sufficient enough to, to handle any one of these diseases, any, any one. And they run like this, like, like my neighbor next door. I had any number of conversations. He's, you know, he's Hispanic. He's a good dude. He really is. I had any number of conversations before the jab came out. And I said, dude, you don't want this at all, man. You don't want any of this. You don't need it. And I mean, you see him out there, see him from time to time, blessing himself. You know what I mean? Seems very, very religious. And I said, I said, just recently when I saw him again, I, and then, then I found out, you know, months ago, months ago that, that he had gotten it and his wife had gotten it. His daughter didn't get it. Um, and it was just like, if you trust in God, there should be no fear that something is going to take your life. You you trust in God. And then, of course, they make fun. There's all these different scenarios, whether it be on TV or whether it be, you know, in, in life where people say, oh, yeah, yeah, he didn't want to, he didn't take that child to get treatment because, um, you know, they're religious and they don't they don't believe in that and then the kid got sick and the kids you know or whatever so they use that and it's just like uh, honest to god these people will say what kind of god would let a child die of cancer or leukemia or whatever it is yeah. you know what the reason why these children are dying of these diseases at these young ages is because of the jabs it's because of all of these injections that people just expect that they that you know oh yeah well you know my kid can't go to school unless they get this and this and this and this and it's like no your kid can go to school you just have to fight you lazy fuck and stop taking the easy road out and thinking that you're a good parent because you just let society do whatever they want to your child. It's just a fucking nightmare. And then, you know, you hear those people and you hear you hear it on TV. You hear all these different people that are denying God, that it will deny so many things because they don't understand that the system that we're living in is a Luciferian, satanic we're, we're, we're in a spiritual war. We are in a spiritual war against the children of God, uh, the real children of God and the children of the devil. And, and that's, that's it. The children of evil, the people that can be swayed into doing whatever it takes. As long as there's money involved. Oh, I have to take care of my family. And it, and it sounds good. I mean, it really, really sounds good. And it's, it oh, they took care of us. Oh, you know, you, you, you know, the, the kid, um, you know, there's so many diseases out there. It's only, the, it's the right thing to do to, 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 you know, to get your kid and just, you know, like, and to get all these, get all these jabs, all these, all these shots. And it's just like, no, you're killing your child. You're killing your child. You're destroying your child's immune system. And when they die, you're going to blame God like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's just right. oh, it's just awful, dude. It's just awful the way that we've been, you know, the way that we've been just flim flammed into believing what's what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong. You know, you remember the old, man. Remember what they said about the Revolutionary War, okay? That the it was only it was less than five percent of the colonists 
Yeah, that's it. That's it. The rest of them were going along with it, and they were just like, "Hey, whatever," you know. Like, don't don't, don't mess with don't mess with my shit, right? I'm not. Yeah, well, I don't want to yeah. put my life on the line for that. And then when the yeah, well, Washington started, had to do that, I mean, in reality, Washington, in order to get people to actually fight. Now, I I, I still question George Washington and what everybody says about him because you know being first cousins with the 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 leader the king over and over there but they had to you know people that were in debt you know that at the bar like they said oh you, know, you can't pay your debt or you get in trouble you get into legal trouble and they said okay we're going to throw the book at you but if you come and fight with us then that will be absolved i mean it was it was a chore to get people to actually fight I don't know if well, you ever heard any of that, but that's what the point I was making. It was really tough when it came, even with the colonists, it was tough to get them to fight. Right. So they made the decision. Um, they, they actually came to the decision to fight only after the violence started. Right. And it was all, it was mm -hmm. just a handful of them that got, got the violence going. Now there's all sorts of theories out there. Right. Um, the one thing that, you know, that many people with their, you know, that, that, that the, the theory that kind of blows up all their theories is that mm -hmm. if these, like, I believe personally that many of the people that were part of it, these, they were just, they were controlled opposition, right? They were opportunists more than anything okay. else. All right. And you could call opportunist controlled opposition because they're like, we're just in this so that we can you know, feather our nests and mm -hmm. so that we can have the best life possible. But remember, these people also gave us the Bill of Rights. It's not the Constitution that matters. It's the Bill of Rights. That's the real law of the land. Right? The Constitution is actually nothing. That is a negative document that's supposed to be for the government. Like, here's what the rules that the government's supposed to play by. But it has no bearing on us what at all. That's right. We That's are right. not a party to the Constitution anyway. We're, we're not, not the for people. the government. We're not the people. Right? right. What applies to us is the Bill of Rights. Now, if it was this nefarious thing to fool us all into this, uh, you know, into this uh, uh, Judeo-Masonic, you know, nightmare, they did a pretty bad job of it. They never would allow a Bill of Rights. Certainly it was attempted, but the Bill of Rights got through, and that's it. That's our law. And that's very pretty clear on what we can and cannot do. And it gives us the right and the authority to remove them. And that's coming, you know? So it's like, we're the only country in the world that has a Bill of Rights. Everybody talks about okay. England, you know? England has the, uh, what is it called again? Just slipped my mind. Uh, the Magna Carta. Magna Carta, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Canada has its thing. All the, the British colonies, they have some form of thing that says, oh, everybody has this right or that right, but they don't have a Bill of Rights. We're the only ones. So, and there, there are enough people aware of it, and many of them are unfortunately misguided because they're they're controlled, but there are many of them that are aware of it. And, you know, so I'm... I'm I don't want to say that I'm optimistic. I like to think that I'm like realistic. At some point, the line gets crossed and people realize they have nothing left to lose.
there's still people holding holding on that their wealth hasn't been evaporated yet. Like they're seeing the digits on the screen. That's keeping them engaged. Right. right? The stock market's thirty-five thousand. I'm not going to rock the boat until I, oh, you know this. I could sell my I could sell my Amazon stock tomorrow and pay off my house. What am I worried about? Right. You sure you want to do that? You sure you're going to do that? What good does that do if you live in a suburb or a city and you could pay off your house, but none of your neighbors can't and they gentrify your city and now you're living in the middle of a ghetto? Right. Does that do you any mm -hmm. good? So, like, you better, like, really understand the, the, the situation that you're in. And it isn't good for anybody in any city situation right now, any suburb or any city situation. It's quite grim. You know, so it's, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that's that's the point. It's, you know, we the, the smart people, I've realized this a long time ago, and they went out and they bought land in the middle of nowhere. You know, okay. they basically said, when the, when the shit hits the fan, I'm going to be far enough away from it so that I have time to organize, structure, plan, and defend. Gotcha. And mm -hmm. if I'm in a, and if I'm in a situation where I'm just defending a 50 by 100 foot lot, okay, but I'm in a crowd of tens of thousands of people that are starving, hungry, and just, you know, vicious, uh, I don't, I really don't stand a chance, you know? Right. And you're yeah. not going to get it, you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, if the system collapses. So it's like they have to do everything they can to keep the illusion that the system's alive. They, it's, it gets hard for them to do it because while they, yeah, they can print money, right? But they, gotta, mm -hmm. they have a little bit of problem. Now, and this is a reason for the variance, it's causing inflation. And that inflation is on the verge of becoming a serious problem. I mean, real serious problem, because when that inflation hits, that's when everybody realizes that those digits on the screen mean nothing. That's right. All right. Because those the amount of money that's that you have on that screen means you're going to have to take that money out just so that you can eat. And that's when people are going to lose it. So they have to they have to prolong that off until this this, this uh, experimental right. injection does its thing. And then they could blame it on that, and it, it's it's all this this big, you know, uh, shuffling the deck kind of thing. Now, I mean, will you that think work? At some point, you think at some point that they would would actually say that the that no, the they jab. Missed their, no, they missed their target. They missed their target by a mile. Not even close. They needed literally needed seventy percent of the population to take it. Right. And how many do you think took it? Yeah. Maybe 45, under 50, 48, 49, maybe. Way, way under what they needed. All right. Still way too many. Way too many smart people out there. They did this 20 years too early. They needed to keep this illusion game, another generation of just moronic idiots, and they probably could have pulled it off. Uh, the mm -hmm. problem is there's still people like you and me who are alive that, we didn't live in this. We didn't start the world we grew up in. All right. Yeah. Now they may think like, wow, the, the whole thing was is that they know they don't have 20 years because then they would have to rehypothecate or re 
basically return 20, 30, 40 trillion dollars they've stolen that's sitting in offshore accounts. Right. Right. And they would have to use that to hypothecate and re stimulate the economy. They know they have to do that eventually, and they will do that eventually. Don't if they win, that's what they're gonna do. But with a smaller population, that means the 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 more money, the more people that die, that's the less money they have to put into the system to hype it up. And they get yeah, to and that's it. why out of the 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 old the people are going. That's why they it's want a genocide. The old it's a genocide of the old. That's right. And the younger mm-hmm. people are a risk. They want to reduce the number of younger people um, because this cycle is going to take twenty years for it to come around. And so the younger people are still going to be old enough to remember some of the things. So if you wipe out a large portion of them, chances are you can control. This is, they don't have the mongrels like they had in Russia that they could recruit to do all the dirty work to go around to the peasants and the farms and steal all their food and rape their women and do all that stuff. They don't the have red that. Terror. The red they don't terror. Have, they don't have the forces to pull a red terror in the United States. It's not here. Now, maybe you can get the Chinese or you can get the mongrels here but we still have the biggest, baddest military in the world. And if you want to try and bring ships in, you know, loaded with soldiers that are going to, that are going to beach themselves in California, you're going to have some explaining to do. Yeah. Right. And that's not really going to go over well. And then you're going to give people the time and organize and they're going to get their asses kicked. Because a lot of people have guns in this country. So, and they know this. So it's like a silent weapon wins the next war and this is this is what it is it's a silent weapon but they needed to hit that certain number and they didn't and that's why oh we have to really double down the the problem in the double down is it's not organic and it's being exposed as a fraud as it goes along this is not march of 2020 uh biden does not have the charisma he certainly doesn't have the popularity that Donald Trump did. Uh, Biden can go and make all the pleas he wants. He can he can put on videos every day on YouTube and get 10,000 views. All he wants. <laughs> but he is not doing nothing. He is a joke, a laughingstock. And whoever made the call right, <laughs> to, to, oh God, to do dude. this, For it's kind of like a wonder, like, yeah, for him to be the guy to do that. Now, it could be part of the play because they really want to get a woman in, and this is the way to do it, bring in an old senile guy who's already being questioned. There's already uh, Article 20, the 25th Amendment articles are already being presented in Congress to get to remove him already. When he did that town hall meeting two weeks ago on CNN, right. The next day, there were three congressmen saying, we have a serious problem. This man is incoherent. He obviously is mentally incapable of doing the job and it is incumbent upon them to make a switch in the leadership. That means we all knew it was going to be President Harris before too long. She even calls herself President Harris. She wants people to address her as Madam President. Okay? That's like, <laughs> he's already Psycho. saying that today. A total she's a psycho. just like hillary she's a yeah. psycho so brain dead yeah psycho. and it, is she going to uh is she going to inspire people or is she going to drive people away the sickness like my friend murray told me right 
30 years ago, that when they start to do things, when they start to push the envelope, they're going to make so many mistakes that they're going to trip up and it's going to blow up in their face, as it always has. You can't look at what happened in Russia 100 years ago with, with the means of communication. Remember, this is the day they didn't even have telephones over there, okay? Just to get vo- word from one you know, from one town to another. You get an enormous country, nine time zones, all right? It, it, it would take months to get news from one side of the country to the other. You know, uh, Doctor Shivago, the movie that uh, that uh, on on the motion picked on the screen that uh, that I, I mean I watched enough and I was just like what what what, what is this what is this and I had read enough about the Russian Revolution at the time I was just like this is like some kind of this is some kind of r- ridiculous you know like well, it just are, didn't even make sense to me. There are great documentaries on BitChute. I don't know if they're on YouTube anymore. I'm sure they're pulling them down. But there are, uh, there are great documentaries about the Russian Revolution. They're gut-wrenching to hear the stories, the, the murder, the, oh, yeah. the suffering that 100 million people plus million people went endured. And this was, funded by, this was funded by Wall Street, right? I mean, this was this funded was, by Wall Street. Because they were all part of the same club. You got to realize, like, they right. were... They, it's it isn't called you know international jewelry for it's called international jewelry for a reason, okay? Right. They may have their disagreements, but they're all first and foremost they're all for each other and to push their agenda forward, right? You know, so it's incumbent. I personally believe that it's incumbent upon many of them from within to finally rise up against this, um, you know, this group. And they had. There have been many throughout history that have every time. I think uh, my friend Murray, if he's still alive today, if, which he might not be, it was fifty-seven, fifty-eight. So that means he'd be. That was thirty years ago. So who's that? Yeah, you know, eighty-eight. The guy I'm telling you about, the guy I used to work with at the. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, the guy Murray. You know, the one that was like I was. I was put under his wing. I was right. his fronter he was doing training which he didn't really have to train me and he realized that was good so we, we would go to lunch like nearly every single day we had some of the best conversations you know and he he always used to tell me that um he was born in hell um that he lives totally there's nothing worse than being a jewish man and i was like why he's like Ugh. he had five daughters he lived in five towns long island and it said his life was an absolute you know it's six yentas in a house, you know, nonstop, never a moment's peace. Me, 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 me. Just the, the whining and the crying. Yeah, oh, just he said it was just absolutely crazy, you know. He said he, for some reason, he was given the Jewish curse that he never had a son, you know, that he could relate with. But <laughs> Jewish men right. are completely controlled by their by their wives and their women, and it's just, you know, he was just like it's such just. He, he was like, I don't know why I was born in Jew because I freaking hate it. He wasn't he wasn't a poor man. Uh, he was the poorest rich guy you would know. He was he was pulling in 300 G's a year. That's 30 years ago. He's pulling in over 300 G's a year. Mm. But remember, he's living in a 
he's got five Yenta daughters who he has got to pay for everything. Um, living in a nice house, taxes are high even back then. Nothing compared to what it is probably now. I mean, mm-hmm. back but back then, uh, a three hundred thousand or four hundred thousand dollar house was was an expensive house. Now that's a starter house up there. You know, yeah, probably five hundred thousand for, yeah. Now, like that house today that he lived in, that house today probably go for easy three million. You know, yeah, easily three yeah. million bucks now. It was a big house. You know, I've yeah. been to his. I went to his house a couple times. Yeah, you know, he invited me to uh, invited me to one of his. I think it was his uh, daughter's uh, bat mitzvah. So I went. You know, we had a good time. Yeah, it was fun. But he was not like. In your face, he just kind of he gave me a lot of advice about things in life, and he was just said, you know, it's we're all going to be victimized this when it happens. He goes, fortunately, this he's like, I'm probably going to be dead when it happens. I hope I am. I don't want to be around. You know, I just hope that the, you know, he used to tell me, I just hope that my five little like whore bitch daughters <laughs> would uh, marry somebody that could, you know, protect them or whatever, but. He's like, and that doesn't look too hopeful because they're a mess. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm done. He said, I'm yeah, done he's taking like, care of totally, them now. His total thing was like, oh, man, it's it was bad. He's like, you know, five out-of-control daughters and a big spending wife. Spoiled them. Probably spoiled the shit out of them. Well, a wife that likes to be like in the in the finest clothes and drive the nicest cars and live the life. Okay, got to go out to dinner at the nice restaurants, do all this stuff, be seen, blah, 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 you know. So he's living in this nightmare and basically saying that, he's saying to me, the Jews did this. <laughs> the Jews did this. Why did they do this to me? I'm supposed to do it to the Goyim. Why are they doing it to me? But he's like, it came well, back on I them. Mean, they're uh, yeah. they're injecting all, all, all their people over there now. So, Yeah, the majority are getting saline up. They're putting the real stuff in their in their enemies, right? In enemies, yeah, man. yeah. The people that they know will will resist. Okay, so they're using this opportunity to get rid of them. Everybody else, they're probably getting placebos. So they have the lowest rate of adverse events any of any country in the world. Israel. Okay. All right. So right now, they're like it's happening. Right. Again, they're using the opportunity. They're bringing in the real stuff to, and they can identify, you know, who's who. They know because they're, they've been monitoring everybody's social media now for years. So they know what you write, what you post. You know, they know what the comments on that you've done. They know letters to the editor. They've monitored your phone calls. They've monitored your texts. They know if you're into whacking off the porn at two o'clock in the morning. They know all of that stuff. And they're basically saying, this guy represents a threat and a and a problem to us, the leadership establishment, the Likudniks. Okay, remember they're all Russian. They're all from Eastern Europe and Russia that all migrated down. Khazars. They're all Khazars, exactly. Well, not really Khazars. Khazars weren't, but you know they are. They're communists, okay, and they 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 understand this game because they they. They think they succeeded in Russia. Let's put it that way. They think that right. Russia was a resounding success. They had no pogrom. They took control of the country. They did not lose their assets. They gained even more. But 
They couldn't do it by themselves. They had to do it with their cohorts and their colleagues here in the West and in London. Mm -hmm. All right. And the problem is you could cover that up a hundred years ago. You could cover that up today. It's getting more and more difficult because like I said, you know, in many, you had like one railway system that went across Russia a hundred years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Went across the whole country. Russia is still a big country. They didn't have an integrated rail system that went to all the system. You know, so travel, messages, things like that before telephone. They had telegraph, okay? But -hmm. even then, because it's such a long distance, there were places to be breaks, maintenance. There was always problems that sometimes communications did not. It took weeks for information to. uh, Mm -hmm. It took weeks for information to get to where it needed to be. Right. You know? Yeah. Yep. So that that's not the case now. So as they come out with these new things now, it immediately gets out. And yeah, you have the social media world. You got these people that are projecting this stuff. There are people that are saying, no, no, we're not going to take it. You know, that kind of thing. It's a lot of that. Right. Yeah. Um, but then you have this under this, let's call them the strongman class. Okay. And they have yeah. known, they have, they have, they understand that they are T-Rexes, they're Tyrannosaurus Rexes in the in the eyes of the modern world. And, but right. so they tend to stay out of the limelight. Like, like I'm not going to go out and make a spectacle myself because when it comes time to hunker down, it's hunker down. They've been waiting patiently, many of them waiting patiently. Some for years. Some of them, their fathers are waiting. It didn't happen in their generation. Now it's going to happen in theirs. Mm-hmm. And when the time comes. It's like bringing on the violence is going to start. It's coming soon. And that's when we're going to see things really get interesting because how are they going to react to that? How are they going to handle that? Are they going to go full retard? They're <laughs> like, they've already gone full retard. You can't never go full retard. You can't never go full retard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they're waiting for, you know, anything to justify uh, another level of tyranny. Well, I mean, they want to bring about the tyranny, of course, because that subdues the program, right? They have total control. They can yeah. master in their the thing, but they have to have a mongrel. They have to be able to have enough forces, and you've got to weaken the the, the current structure so much that they can they can do like an invasion to bring it in, and then you have to have those people go along with you. Who says that the Chinese will go along with them? Or even the Russians today will go along with them. They're not popular. While they're, everybody says publicly how wonderful they are and comes to their defense and blah, 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 blah. Privately, every one of these people knows who they are. They all do. Yeah. All right. And they're saying, I hope it never comes to that where I have to do that. I'll do what I have to do now so I get their money, so I can live the lavish life. But if this mm-hmm. gets real, if this all of a sudden turns, um, that's when the sabotage begins. Right. Now, we should have crossed that Rubicon already at this point. There should be people that are throwing sand in their gears. But right. I don't see it. If it's happening, it's being it's being in. I think well, I should put it this way. I think it's happening. Um, they're doing a good job of covering it up. And 
they've got a lot more people scared today than they had 100 years ago because they could ex- they could exude their power a lot differently now with you know surveillance and things like that so identifying mm-hmm. people so when the time comes it just has to be like all at once it can't be one two three people doing it it's it's not a thing it's got to be like there's got to be that trigger event that everybody goes haha okay that's it boom you're done all right that's when people walk into the bank and they just start killing back bank managers doctors okay policemen lawyers politicians anybody who is uh guilty of treason and a lot of people are guilty of treason school boards all right and it's like boom 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 and it happens all across the world basically not just here in the united states but all over the world and it just goes like viral in a split second and their military and their police goes i'm not i'm not you know they they turn their weapons on them and now there's no place to hide like you want to go live in your uh your underground bunkers in New Zealand, we'll just, you know, we'll barricade you in there and you can die. All right. As far as we're concerned. And make sure where we completely decimate the surrounding areas in case you've got any type of communication. We'll just we'll entomb you in there in your mountain retreat forever. Okay. Yeah, I mean there must so, be some, you know, like external thing that they use for oxygen and air and stuff like that. You just destroy that. Destroy that. Right. Yeah. Set a big forest fire, clear the clear all the surrounding areas, right? Just go through and just you know, freaking napalm it. Right. And just say they're in there. We're not gonna let them out, but we'll cook them alive. They got no way to escape. You know, and then go after uh and so listen, we're gonna if when that day comes, there's gonna be a lot of casualties because there are so many people that are guilty of treason. It's, it's staggering how many are. Yeah. And I and I think people are really deluding themselves and thinking that they've mastered it that this will never happen. Right. You know, it's like you're you're kidding yourself if you think that's the case. You can never think that way, ever, because it doesn't take a big force to do that. We're talking like, you know what? You know what kind of damage even like five thousand people like that can do if they all acted on the same day. They would bring cities to standstills. Could you imagine if, like, one day all the the governors and the and the mayors and all the people in those boards all of a sudden they were simultaneously attacked? Right? How would that be handled? The media? You know, it'd be like uh, hmm. they live. Go, go. You know, just go in their building and and blow up their transmitter into the into the internet. Bang! Shut them down. Six corporations on them. This none of this stuff is. They're they're actually extremely vulnerable right now. Right. They're very vulnerable. It's just like, so I'm like, I yeah, I see it. I see it coming. You see it coming. So they know. They're like, well, we got to keep this economy thing going. All right. Now look what happened the first of August. You had the moratorium on on rent, on evictions expired. Right, and Biden mm-hmm. is such mm-hmm. Biden is so ineffective. Yeah, he couldn't even address the problem like back in June or July and have anybody listen to him. He probably didn't even do it. Forgot all about it. All of a sudden, it happens, and then immediately, uh, I mean, there were hundreds of thousands of eviction court cases filed. 
August 2nd, right? Or August 1st. Was that the lake on uh, Friday? I don't know what day of the week. But anyway, the first yeah. business day after the first or on the first of August, whatever the first business day of the month of August, all of a sudden, all of the courts, uh, the eviction hearings, you know, landlords uh, seeking a trial to get their tenants evicted. 60% right. of the tenants in the United States have not paid their rent and since the beginning of the coronavirus 60 percent. Mm. Wow. okay so then the cdc comes out and says the cdc says we're extending get this the cdc says this we're extending the moratorium on eviction they don't have any authority to do that that's ridiculous unbelievable huh they have they have zero jurisdiction yeah. to do that zero absolutely none Whatever they say outside of health, they it has buries no weight at all whatsoever. So you don't think now that uh, that there aren't landlords now that aren't coming together? Like people are like, we're fighting this, all right? So yeah, well, they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to pay anything if um, if 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 they're not able to get money from their tenants they shouldn't have to you know they shouldn't have to you know make good mortgage. on their on their on their monetary um nah, uh, that's, responsibilities that's the, bank. the banks uh don't care so they still have to pay their a lot of houses have been sold and of course blackrock coming in buying them up a lot of those were people getting rid of rental properties you know they're just yeah. like the banks don't want them because they can't get rid of the people either. So they're just waiting it out. So this is mm -hmm. kick the they kick the can down the road. Now they've really pissed off the landlords. And there's a there's a lot of landlords in the in the United States. It was a side business. They've been promoting owning rental properties as a as a side gig since the nineteen seventies in the United States. Mm -hmm. You know, by you know, by you know, no money down, blah, 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 everything to get people. And then, hey, rental properties could produce positive cash flow, blah, 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 blah. A lot of people get into the game. You know, mm -hmm. real estate's one of those things. People go, oh, yeah, it's it's a great, it's always been a great business to be in. Well, not anymore. I mean, if the government's going to, if these guys are going to pull these shams, and then you're going to be responsible for paying and, and basically covering the nut of these people, you know, and they can just basically screw you. But the only way for the the only saving grace for these people is the government's going to have to come in and bail out and pay the rent on all of these on all these tenants, right? Okay, because it there is no salvation for the landlords, and they're going to financially ruin them. All right, now you're talking about now that's that's a part of the economy that they can't hide forever. I mean, the banks they're behind; they're giving them. All these landlords are being given moratoriums on their mortgages, right? They're getting a, what do they call that? I don't know. It's like it's a reprieve uh, or a deferment. Okay, their right. deferments expire. Guess when? September first. All right. Is the CDC right. going to tell the banks that you can't foreclose on all of those people that you've deferred? They want their money. Okay. And they'll adjust the payment, but now everybody's payment's going up, but it's going up on people that are getting no money for their rent. You're going to have a massive amount of rental properties coming on the market this fall. 
I think they're going to start having it's, – it's getting harder and harder for them to keep control. That means they're going to have to flood the market with more money, which that means it's going to bring on the inflation. And if they think they're going to get another lockdown, well, they're just going to – that'll be the excuse to kick the can down the road and do another pump and dump. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't, but I, I don't see how they, they keep the forces together. In another couple of weeks, I think finally the QAnon will be put to rest because Trump's not being put back in office in August, obviously, right? Right. So maybe that can go away. It'll lose even more people. Um, fortunately, the crowds are getting smaller. They're still doing everything they can to pump that narrative. But right. it's it's not working like it did a year ago, obviously. You know, and I think it's we're getting far enough of out of the election now that people are saying okay and trump's making it clear he's doing everything he can to to you know basically stick it in the eye of his supporters you know because he was totally on he was in he was in on all of it sure absolutely he, was. he knew he knew he wasn't going to win and they were going to steal it no matter what numbers he got <clears throat> yeah he, he won it but he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to win it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, any last uh, thoughts or did I lose you? I think I did. You uh, back? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. My, my mic went on the fritz. I have to disconnect, re reconnect it. So uh, no worries. Um, any last thoughts on I think we did a good job of covering what well, we spoke for yeah. quite a while. Yeah, yeah. it's probably been uh, a couple well, hours. close to three hours. Yeah, close to three, about 2.53. Oh, wow. Well, it's good yeah. to have you back. I missed you. I haven't. Yeah, done any, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't. I just haven't watched. I haven't watched any media. I, 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 I haven't really. I mean, I hear story from stories from from time to time, but I just. Um, I just couldn't, I just couldn't stomach it. You know what I mean? Trying to be biblically yep. trying to be in the world, but not of the world. If you know what I mean? You have to take <clears> a break <throat> from this. There's no question about it. Um, I don't, I do not listen to anybody. I don't listen to most of the people that are like in the anti COVID stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, every once in a while, like, because I'll, I'll listen to mainly listen because if I'm working on something, I can always put a play a video, and right. like there's great books on uh, books on audios that people have put on video format. They put them on BitChute. Really, a few of the channels I've subscribed. So I mean, literally, I could sit there and listen to uh, some great books. I was just listening to a book about uh, Patton the other day. You know. Mm -hmm. And uh, okay. really, really good. This guy's, uh, it wasn't one of the computer narrations. So it was a guy actually reading the book. So I really enjoyed okay. that. And then what, you know, like all they, all like bit shoot and the rest, they do automatic play. And then all like, oh, I'll get this, you know, somebody talking about COVID or something. I don't even listen to it anymore. And I'm like, look, you, you're not going to change everybody's mind at this point. I think what at this point, everybody's just waiting for the, the shoe to drop. That's all that can be said about it. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to spread any awareness about it. Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows it's bullshit. Okay, because 
It's like, you do, all you have to do is ask somebody, how many, have you had at least five family members die of COVID? Yes or no? No, then it's not a pandemic. And if you think that's a pandemic because your brother's uncle's, you know, girlfriend's son died of it, then you go fuck yourself. That's that's not a pandemic. Tell me, give, give me the name of one major league sports star. Yeah, athlete, yeah right, exactly. One politician, yeah. one Hollywood. Give, just give me any big name person that's died from COVID. Go yeah, ahead, I mean, Hollywood. they... Yeah, uh, you well, know, right. hockey no, player, yeah. basketball Anybody. player, baseball Anybody. player, football player. None. Politician. None. None. Not one. None. Not one. Nope. Not All one. Right. It's, it's not a pandemic. Okay? So just stop right there with your nonsense that people are dying. Like, you, you know, if you haven't had at least five people that you are, like, brothers, sisters, uncles, people that you are personally close to die, it's not a pandemic. So cut it out. All, and that's where you can the, move the only on. people that died, yeah. The only people that yeah, died are people that people don't know, are nobodies, know. nobodies, or not not people, not to people. not to be disrespectful, but they're nobodies, and that's right. not a pandemic. No, it's just not. It's not a pandemic. It's a declared health emergency. One is health legitimate. The other is political. All right, politicals right. are the tools of the bankers. Okay, so. It is what it is. This was a. It was completely political. And while you think that Trump was great, Trump was doing. Trump is the one who brought the, brought all this about. All right, he was the one who brought on the vaccines, and he was the one who was responsible to declare health emergency. All right, it means that he himself will go down in history when all this clears out and people come to the senses. He will go down as the nation's worst president. Period. End of story. And he was such a fool that he volunteered himself to do that. And where the and the thing was, he was either going to go down as the best or the worst, right? Remember, our, we've had that conversation. Yeah, he could, he could, he could be the best. Could be the he, best, or he could or go he, in a complete different direction, and he went in a complete different direction. He, when where the history books going to say that under his leadership, the he brought the country to its knees, that he brought the country to the to the. Uh, basically to the beck and call of the banks, all right? That he, all of that stuff, Andrew Jackson, all that stuff was part of the PSYOP. Oh, we'll put Andrew Jackson is just to like, so that will attract these people to him. Oh, he's got a picture of Andrew Jackson in his in his in in the Oval Office, okay? And what what is Biden got there? Well, even if, I don't even think he's in the White House. He's probably stage White House, but he's in a hospital somewhere. Um. <laughs> He's got a drag queen on the on the wall or something like that. He's got RuPaul behind him or something. Probably, probably. You know, like it's it's uh, nobody listens to that guy anyway. So interesting yeah, time, interesting sick. times are coming. People, sickening pedophile. The president's a pedophile. Up. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Keep your chin up. Stay yeah. sharp. Don't be too discouraged. Actually, look at his. You're you're alive in interesting times, and when the fighting begins, be ready. Go out and you know, uh, be ready to participate in it because it's you know it's us against them, and we have to win. We don't have a choice. Failure is not an option. You know, you we can win it. very we can win very fast. I don't think it's going to take that long, and it'll inspire everyone around the world. And then we can, you know, we can throw this uh, we could throw these people back so they don't. They hide under rocks for the next thousand years. Yeah. You know?
Yeah, it, 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 it can. That's the case. If I'm wrong, then they're the, the prophecy only says. And this is where people get the Bible wrong. The prophecy that states about them rising to power and taking over the world, the Antichrist, that's all if we choose to stay asleep and do not recognize who we are. And main, if we lose our moral authority, that's what will happen. And we haven't, we're not that far down where that case comes. If we, if we can step out of this delusion, you know, We'll we'll stave it off for a while. It's a battle that never ends, so it's not like we Amen. can win. And you know, yeah. So we've got the chance. Anyway, they'll finish on that. All right, sounds good. Positive note. Positive note. All right, I'll be in touch, man. Thanks for hanging out today and uh, sharing what you know. All right, no problem. Looking forward to our next time. Yeah, I'll be in touch. Okay. Bye bye. Thanks. Yeah. Bye.